that weird is having JB Hi-Fi ads on our stream. Welcome <laughs> to Wobbly Player Syndrome. We are live, Mark. How are you going? <laughs> good, good. I love the little, little comments we have as we jump into the episode. It's talking about getting on a table for eight hours. Hang on, probably should reword that. Um, <laughs> you didn't even give me dollars, so I didn't. I stopped dancing. <laughs> so hello, folks. Welcome to the Wobbly Player Syndrome podcast with visuals because we're streaming on Twitch at the moment. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, it is a 40k podcast, um, so welcome. It is episode 40, and we are calling it... Ah, oh, thanks! I brought my own terrain. So, we are going to look at uh, the the faction-specific terrain that you can bring, and whether it's relevant or not. And to help me with this, I have some people here. And Adam. Adam! Oh, that's good. I'm, not, I'm, I'm people today. It's <laughs> been promoted. Yay! What's that radio mic? Hey, hey! That's it? So you got? Yeah, it's all I got. Okay. <laughs> well, I was I was literally about to start talking, and then you went weird and quiet, so I was like, oh, he's a, he's just started recording. And then he let me keep going. Yes. <laughs> and of course we got Safe for Work Mark. Hello. That's it. Hey, we ramble enough as it is. That's not true. Don't know what you're talking about. People keep insisting that brevity is the soul of wit. Yeah, exactly. G'day. So, So, yes, okay. So, we're going to talk about. um, um, Well, I notice is like new books are bringing out new train pieces for every new codex that comes out. I was like, well, do we actually play them? I mean, I've bought one for the Death Guard and stuff. It hasn't reached the table yet. Um, the Sisters of Battle have got a new one that's only good for them. Um, so I thought, well, let's have a look. See what they do. See if it's worth playing them. And you three went, well, can't think of anything better to talk about. <laughs> so here yeah, we that, that's that sounds like the monthly conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Bulldust, g'day, Bulldust. Welcome. I'm upset you're not here chatting with us. But that's okay. You're having a chat on the side. On the side? Sure. Right, so let's get to the regular stuff out of the way. It wouldn't be a podcast without the Dancing Chaos Warrior, now would it? <laughs> He's so excited. I got a new base! <laughs> Um, so let's get rid of the, the stuff that we normally talk about, which is always starting off with what's new. Well, uh, the new stuff, probably the first thing that I should discuss, even though it's not 40k, is the new edition of Age of Sigma that just went up for pre-order. Yeah, I know, but no one will shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, wait. I've been getting like email after email from GW oh, about it. Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. Oh, I have I still my, new, I, new call rules, but I, I haven't looked at them. It's doing my head in that it's so quick. Like, it's like three years, even if that. Well, nine was a pretty quick update, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, eight to nine was also about three years. But back in my day, it was five. Tension span yeah. shorter. <laughs> Look, squirrel. Yeah. yeah, but even even to the point when they turned around, they said, New Age of Sigma. And it felt like like almost yeah, three or two weeks. It was like a pre-order. It's just like, okay, there was no build-up. It was just a bam, done. Yeah. yeah, there's no uh, like hype train around that. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just want to pause and say hello to Cardman2021. They have said hello, people. So there you go. Hello, hey, Cardman. Hello to you as well. <laughs> I am a person. Well done. I too. I too am a human person. Right. So what has actually come out, though? There was well, a lot of uh, stuff. Look, we've, we've had a lot of stuff, and I've probably missed some stuff in my list. But um, we had, like, Codex Admech, I think, came out, like, just after the last podcast, didn't it? Yeah. Um, the Admech Combat Patrol, the Skatari Marshal, the Necron Combat Patrol, the Necron Chronomancer, the Flayed Ones from uh, the Pariah Nexus box, uh, the Marine Combat Patrol, the Heavy Intercessors from the Pariah Nexus box, uh, the Captain with a Heavy Bolt Rifle from the same box, Lelith Hesperax came out in her own standalone kit. Yep. Um, a bunch of the Dark Millennium, Dark Imperium books got re-released because they slightly changed the uh, continuity of the story a little bit. Good <laughs> old retcons. It literally is a retcon. It's like the first legitimate retcon that I've seen people complain about. Um, nice. Because they, they literally went, yeah, we've changed the number of years, so we've gone back and re-released those books. Um, oh yeah, I did remember reading that. That's what. Okay. Yeah, That's, they decided the story didn't quite make sense because they made it. Too, they made it did too many years, I think. So they took it from like a hundred to ten or something. Like it was that kind of level of change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't recall. But uh, then there was then there was the Codex Sisters of Battle came out. Uh, the High Lord of Terror, Morven Val, the Abyss Sanctorum came out. Uh, the Paragon Warsuits came out. Oh, which they're pretty cool i've been meaning to check if they followed up on that weird misprint they made with them no well, um, it hasn't been faq'd yet so no hasn't been faq'd yet a damage of zero against them if you but also by the written also rule, the cost if you play by the written rule then you're paying like the cost for a unit of three for one so yeah, it's a bit of a mistake. <laughs> so um, it's a pretty big misprint that one. Yeah. Um, I assume it's a misprint, and they're not supposed to be invulnerable, but really expensive. Um, <laughs> the Celestial Sacrosancts came out. Uh, the Soratus Dogmata, the Data Cards, Faction Dice, uh, the Necromunda Goliath and Escher, uh upgrade sprues that came out at the same time as the new boxed set for Necromunda, which has Delark in it, which is the first time Delark have showed up in a box set like that. Um, the House of Faith gangbook came out, which I'm very excited by. Uh, the Redemptionist kit is supposed to be coming out, and Cordor Tactics cards and faction dice. So there's been a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, 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 but that's not And I'm sure I missed some in there as well, because I've had a really hectic last uh, fortnight. Palatine, Sister Dogmata... <laughs> There's a lot of re-releases as well. Did you mention Morven Val? Because she... Yeah. I did, I did yeah, the High Lord of Terror. We we made a big deal of it. Yeah, but did you <laughs> Those mention Those action figures came out too. Oh, yes, the action yeah, figures I, too as well. I, I will admit I deliberately didn't list the action figures. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wins last time I listed everything. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. All the Blood Bowl stuff and all the Warcry stuff. <laughs> it gives us something to add to the segment, so... That's true. No, I've got to say, the new sister models made me write out a sister's list to go, hmm, maybe I should start an army. Hmm. Because i got a few. They are. And ends, that's very cool. Um, but I'm not ready yet. I'm just not ready yet. Ask me yeah, start, <laughs> starting a new army is the last thing I need to do. <laughs> yes, yes, 
Yes, I'm, I'm making an, a really good dent on my hobby painting. I don't need to just make it worse by getting a new army on top of it. I'm trying very hard not to start a Horus Heresy Rainbow Warriors army just to fucking annoy people. <laughs> you see the 3D print uh, for the um, Pride Marine? Did you see that? That was going round everywhere? No. Oh, was that the one with the Marines holding hands? No, this is with the Marine with a big Pride flag just going with his big thumbs up. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. Nope, didn't see it. No, no. Obviously, you don't live on Instagram. Nor do I. <laughs> I don't even have Instagram. <laughs> you just got to remember what the address is. But I, when you mentioned it, I have seen that. Yeah, it was on Twitter. Yeah, there you go. Another form of social media that's new to these youthful people. Yeah, we're hip <laughs> to the youths. <laughs> what is the Twitter? Yes. We are. We are back like scoliosis. Fair enough. Uh, what do we talk about next? Oh, leading straight to hobby progress, aren't we? Look at that. Segway ruined by questioning it. Segway. Segway. Who wants to start first? Michael does. Brilliant. Yes. I was actually suspecting you were going to dob me into that one. Um, I've actually not done as much hobby progress as I would have liked, but um, I have actually in the last couple of days done a bit more painting on the Blade Guard. I think that is the most recent picture you put up there. Yeah, um, fine. Yeah. yeah, I just gotta just gotta clean the buggers up, then I can wash them and base them, and they'll be done. Then I can start painting Green Marines, or or I can start painting Ravenwing. I haven't decided. Probably yeah. Green Marines. So starting Dark Angels, you're making three armies in one, basically, don't you? It gets a bit like that, eh? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good evening, Joker. Welcome to the Bobby Player Syndrome. I where and you I also I also built tanks because it you was did. tank day. You did. I forgot. Never to skip tank day. Never skip tank day. I tank day is important. Them up. <laughs> I skipped tank day. <laughs> uh, all my tanks are already assembled, so yeah, they're just going to be painted. They're on the list. In my defence, it is a holiday holiday celebrated only by me. <laughs> <laughs> June fifteenth, Tank Day. Never skip Tank Day. <laughs> Mark, unless you have no tanks to paint. Oh look, it, you can paint an armored car or a half track. Anything could be a Tank Day if it tries hard enough. Well, your neighbor's paint. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I've only got your torrented guy. Have you done anything else? I have not done anything else since last time we right. spoke. It's shouldn't push you you have done one this year so far so and and it was a large model too it was a large model and you yeah. made the front page of the rog facebook well done i did notice that that was um a little delayed but um yeah i'm going to talk to our social media manager and, and tell him he should pull his socks off um because <laughs> well, when did we put that up that was months ago shut up <laughs> no it wasn't uh, Adam, what have I got for yes. you? I've got Bellacore. Yes, well, Bellacore is still in work in progress, and when I get the proper paint po- uh, photo box, it'll, I'll never, no longer be using paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how... Uh, oh, put some paper towel down, it'll be fine. <laughs> well, it's, it's better than, than, than me next to my mouse mat. <laughs> That's top, top quality painting, uh, top quality Photoshop there. Um, yeah. He's... I, I'm I'm aiming to have him completed before the what is it Charidon Part Two book comes out. 
Is it the Charidon? Yeah, the, oh, yeah, the, the book that the actually uh, has his Warzone, yeah. Warzone yeah. Charidon, I think it is. Yeah, yeah which they've said the Bellator will actually have his proper. I think. Yeah, it, it, it says it's coming out soon, but they say they recommend that it's going to have his proper rule set. They've increased his points, but the rule set. So I've got just the base to be done, and he's really the sword, and just highlight his horns and, and tip on the gold, but he, he's almost done. Yeah, he looks good. Um, he looks really good. I was hoping to... I wanted to bring him down and have him sitting on the side and watching, over, overarching and overseeing every the demon's fight, but <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but, yeah. Well, for me, I have been doing some progress. I've actually completed stuff. It's been exciting! <laughs> uh, all these half-assed jobs that I've been doing and finally actually finished them, so I've done some intercessors. I've done some... Um, um, stuff and uh, there's a, a, a venoms stuff and things done some stuff and things so intercessors venoms razor wings blight lord hall no not blight lord blight haulers am I missing something incubi thank you for popping up at the right time <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk because I just realised I put all the pictures on there so you'd have to wait patiently now whoops <laughs> that's um, cool um so is that like, uh, I noticed that your Primaris, they're a much brighter shade of green than I remember the rest of your army being. Is that, are you doing that new for the Primaris or are they all like that and I'm just a tripper? No, no, uh, for the for the core troops and stuff, what I've been doing is using the airbrush instead of painting. And so yeah. um, I've been trying to not have to do edge highlighting by doing a brighter, uh, if you look closer, you do see that there are dark patches around the feet and under the armpits. And oh yeah. Like that. So, but yeah, and I actually like how they've come out no, it looks it looks really cool. It wasn't a criticism. I was just like, is that something where you're doing something different with the Primaris from what you did to the rest of the army? Yes. Yeah, cool. I <laughs> thought so. I was just making sure that I wasn't like seeing fucking silver when I was looking at those fucking uh, you know, uh tan marines. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I did notice they were much brighter too, actually. The the Primaris, they're real bright and stuff. Shiny all, boys, bright shown. and shiny and pretty. Yeah, it's not showing all the pictures, so awesome. You'll just have to <laughs> look at Twitch and, and other places. But yeah, cool. But I haven't put them on the battlefield yet. The the Primaris, they're not enough. The Primaris ready. Um, so once that's done, then I'll get them on the battlefield. Speaking of battlefield, any battle reports? Look how I did that. Yeah, <laughs> slick. Hmm. <laughs> See what you did there. He said, not answering the question. Yes, I played a battle report. You played a battle report. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is up there at the moment. That is your Dark Angels versus Flesh Terrors. Yes, uh, I played against Nathan's Flesh Terrors, and it was it got down and grindy. Oh my goodness. Um, there was some some weird moments, like when he just ambushed me from behind with that freaking Invicta warsuit and it just rounded the corner on me and I was like oh it can just wail my unit of eliminators and then my eliminators just went ah saved and then they melted it in half so I was was just like yeah nah they're dead they are dead to rights that thing is going to annihilate them with that fucking autocannon (laughs) and they just went yeah nah we're good and then they melted it <laughs> and um, yeah, it was, it was a weird game like that, you know. 
I we ended up fighting playing uh, around the Rosie around this piece of terrain in the middle, yeah. counter charging, and then you know, <laughs> half part of my army charged, part of his army and wiped them out. Then part of the remainder of his charged them and wiped <laughs> them out, and then the rest of mine charged them, and it was just 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 waves of just wiping each other out. Uh, in the end, the center of the table was like his captain three bloody assault intercessors, two blade guard and a banner bearer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just everything was just mosh pitting on top of each other and just shrekking <laughs> each other. Man, flesh terrors, man. So many attacks. Like, whoa. Oh, I it'll all be like chainsaws and eviscerators well, and stuff. Yeah, that and they're like, oh yeah, because we're like flesh terrors, we get like, you know, we get bonus AP and then if we roll a six, it's a extra AP and if it's the assault phase we've got bonus attacks there was like a sergeant in there with like 7 or 8 attacks like just what? crazy shit going on just shit stacking on oh, shit stacking wow. on shit let and me... you're just like how? how has everything got so many attacks? let me just find a pen to write down note to self do not get into combat with flesh yeah his, his blood his death company made one charge and I was like they're fucking dying them they die <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And how, what was Which, the result? <laughs> uh, I won like 40 something to 14, I think. 43 to 14. Picking on the new guy. I mean, really? That was only a, only like a small <laughs> small win. Yeah. yeah. I, I was about to say the new guy. I think between me and Nathan, our, our hobby career is as a pensioner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but was it uh, was it the primaries that gave you the 43? Uh, yeah, I both like i got a lot of my secondaries and i got like three objectives and was holding them so still learning the game was one of the things he didn't he neglected the secondaries which can happen he actually he did a lot better with the secondaries it's just i took all the primaries and his secondaries were like you know holding multiple board sections and stuff so yeah, like pretty much all his points, yeah. like almost all his fourteen points came from the secondaries. Oh. So his yeah. secondaries were like you know, um, killing more of my units than I killed of his. Yeah. Uh, being in multiple board sections, it's just his ambush didn't go as well as he thought. You know, uh, he had some really bad luck in the opening. We both had some horrible luck in the opening turns. It was like, <laughs> oh, I'll just, you know, it's like okay, I'll charge you with ten. Ten freaking assault intercessors. Yeah, okay, that's forty odd attacks. Okay, cool. Oh, I do like five wounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ooh. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Ooh, that's rough. That hurts. Yeah. That hurts. <laughs> Did he borrow my dice? <laughs> it was just crazy. Like, yeah. and towards the end, we both started rolling a lot better. But yeah, the, the opening turns was just desultory all round. It was amazing. Nice. Now, Adam, you had two matches that I know of over the weekend. I definitely had um, two matches. We actually streamed both of the games on this channel, uh, Twitch. And it was TV a back-to-back. Red Belly. It was pretty much back-to-back, so um, he's done well playing the two games. They weren't short games. 2,200 and 2,300 points. Yeah, about, uh, it, was, it was 2,200 first one. Yeah. I think we slugged it out to 2,300 yeah. on our second. So your first game was against uh, Anthony. Bulldust, yes. He's watching, so you can talk He's... about him as much as you like, because all he can do in response is type. It's... Go for it. Yeah, but keyboard warrior. <laughs> no, so the first one was obviously 2002, and he's uh, Custodes and My Demons, which uh, I 
half of it, a thousand points of it was uh, Zinch, and I'd never played the Zinch. I'd, I'd painted them, and um, I went, well, Sinesh needs some sort of fight, like some sort of shooting. I know, pink horrors, you know, um, and, you know, mortal wounds on Lord of Change. And we, we decided to play Open War, which is quite brutal. And when the, what, what was the twist? Was it the twist card? Uh, the twist was that everyone mm. lost one lost. strength to their characteristic. Yep. Yes. And when you think about that, everything in demons relies on the character strength, not the weapon strength and stuff like so. So it's like, yeah. Yes. My pink horrors strength two. I need sixes. Oh, man. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but, the twist didn't help you either. You had because you had the low amount. You had a twist. Oh, sorry, ruse. Yeah, which gave you my, light cover wherever you were, so plus one to your armor save. Except you had invulnerable saves. On, it on <laughs> didn't do anything. Oh man! <laughs> so it didn't do really anything. Um, but uh, we lasted off all right up to the end, and it was actually ended up being a draw. Um, low scoring or with open war it's not like 40 points i think it was like 14 or 16 points nine or, or 19 no it wasn't nine, nine was it all. <laughs> nine all so it was a really small scoring but it's only by because there's no secondaries it was just capture points and hold it and so that was just yeah very hard to get additional points i think we've lost him oh we might have lost him or because he is no two hours behind us we might catch up with him soon. <laughs> <laughs> or he's just stunned. What? <laughs> so we'll see if we can, he'll come back. Uh, he yeah. hasn't blinked. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, unfortunately, um, it was a hard-fought, long battle. It was bloody, absolutely bloody. Uh, it was the quickest, quickest I've ever seen custody bikes. He's back. Well down. And what? Back. Am I back? Am I back? Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, there you go. I'm back. Yeah. Um, I was I just, just talking about... restart the hotel cust- internet. The custody bikes, how quickly they fell. They were, oh. they were wiped by turn two. Yeah, really? turn two. Yeah. Yes. Wiped. He just... He went, ha ha, I'm going to charge. Yep. My Keeper of Secrets, I think it was. Um, just wiped him out. And yeah, it was just the... And then the, all his bike squad disappeared. And then I made his disappear, his uh, captain... Yep. Oh, his bike was Captain's it? Gone. Definitely, the hero for him was that uh, dreadnought. Yes, just... the dreadnought. The dreadnought stayed there, and I could not kill it. <laughs> yeah, it's strength fourteen on Malibu. It's just like, oh man, I can't do anything with that. You got um, save. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think on my side, the Lord of Change was like impossible robe. You know, and it was just like, oh, he's almost dead. I'll use the impossible robe, which is the uh, roll one saving roll. If I roll a one, instantaneous died. That comes in the next story. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, but the wound is automatically negated and I just rolled it and bang, it worked. And, it, you know, he survived. So at the end of the day, no keeper of secrets, the Lord of Change stayed. But it was a really fun, open war is actually fun. It's like uh, eighth edition all over, but with the ninth edition rules. Yeah. But it was quite interesting having two old codexes playing ninth edition yeah so now that core rules was there ah oh, faqs i think come out to fix that but yeah yeah it was interesting to watch uh and then i got to watch and yes and, it, and, and commentate we, we did stream so we did some commentating and um which was fun 
And then mm-hmm. you decide you hadn't had enough, and you came back uh, after some Tucker. No, you can't. You stayed here for Tucker. Yeah, yeah. you fed me. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> a nice host. Um, <laughs> gonna send you the bill. Um, yes, you should. Yes, and then we played a game where I brought out my Death Guard versus similar Demon Army. You changed a few things. Yes, um, I changed it to three keepers. Um. Yeah, rolling with the eyes. Yeah. Um, and I went for a very different Death Guard on it. I threw it together the night before. I went, you know what? I have just finished the uh, the Blight Lord Hall, no, Blight Haulers. You know what I'm talking about. I'm going to put them in. I've never used them. Done. I haven't had my Hellbrute in an Art of Force for ages. He's in there too. When was the last time I put a Rhino in? Couldn't tell you. That's in there too. So I did a lot of things that I haven't used for a long time and threw it in there. Mm. to see what would happen you know having the haulers versus demons don't really work because they're you know, AP weapons more than yeah it doesn't help with that, that well was... even for me um, for you you had involved the same as custodians ha ah, well look I rolled a 6 that's a minus 4 AP yeah it's not going to hurt me yeah, you know, time. It, yeah. Uh, do you care about the AP no of course you don't yeah. so both yeah, games I, just like... yeah. I can't both do games are the same so yeah Multi-melter still hurts when you fail, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Yep. So, we played for a while. It was bloody. Um, he caught me, basically stuck me in a corner for quite some time. I t- tied up most of my Blight Lords with the three Keepers, or at least two of them. All yeah. three. All three. Finally got rid of them. Oh, my God. Finally mm. got rid of them. Uh, I decided to shoot his turkey. And he decided to take the risk with the robe. How'd that go? Yes. Uh, it didn't go well. Uh, it went really <laughs> bad. And as I was like, I, was, I now I look at it, I shouldn't have tried it because it was still on nine points and it was only like a four point, um, four wound thing. And I went, no, you know what? I want him to be on top scale. Rolled it one off the table, dead straight away. Yeah, so roll a one mean it is destroyed. So That's rough. Destroyed. Uh, which was a turn of the battle. Um, we got to the end of your turn five, which means I had my turn five, and we looked at the table. And went, okay. I, w- I was still winning after your uh, um, objective marker count. Yeah, you're still winning, and we're looking around. So okay, if I'm looking at this, you've got a one point win just by looking around. If I get this, yeah, but that, objective... yeah, but that was also after yeah, so your. We, we, we worked out everything. We've gone yeah. right, so I'm yeah. still winning by one point. Engage your fronts. That would give me three points. If I turn that, spread the sickness and that gives me three points. Um, if I do this, it gives me three. Uh, and I still, I'm still short by one point. Uh, that's disappointing. I lost by one point. And I had a um, feathered bloke drone sitting on one of those capture points. I'm just looking at it again. I'm pretty sure any infantry can do spread the sickness. Let me read the book. <laughs> any unit that's not aircraft. Oh, well, he'll give me three points. I win yeah. by two. <laughs> And, and also with that, I was I was also thinking I shouldn't have moved I should have moved my flux master underneath so you couldn't hit him. Yeah. Um, I I should have used the auspect one because I had three four sets units, four sets of troops that I could have just done those as well. So, um, I missed myself a couple of secondary objective points. Oh, I made mistakes. And Hellbrute took ran away from the capture point and got himself killed. Went, oh, that was stupid. He was meant to yeah. be there for gauge all fronts. <laughs> but 
you know, yeah. as I was saying, about nine hours worth of gameplay. Yeah, um, I was good. I was making some mistakes, but yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, two two games one night. Yeah, it was really enjoyable. Much to to uh, Anthony's demise, I did get a win, which does keep me on top of the ladder. Stretches out the lead because he had a draw. But look at that movement. Adam's moved up to fourth spot, and Michael's moved up to fifth. Dun 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 dun. Uh, yeah, Mark, you, you just sit there. You be comfortable, mate. Well, I I did bleed all over um, Steve's iron hands last month after the last episode we shot. Did you put your yeah score? yeah yeah? It was uh, uh, eighty two. Oh, sorry, eighty five to nineteen. Um, so he 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 popped down iron hands, and it was all very vehicle heavy. And see, I don't have much anti vehicle stuff. I've only got three um, hive guard models, and um, yeah, uh, it looked really impressive. All of my nids all over the table, yeah. and then by like turn three, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got to turn three. The game I had against Anthony last month, it was done by the end of his turn two. I didn't even get to have a turn two. <laughs> yeah, I, like I was in last stand mode at, at turn three. Like it was very nearly tabled. <laughs> it can be a brutal game, but we love it. That's why we're here mm. talking about it. Cause who that does remind this? me, bloody, uh, some of the hobby progress I didn't mention. The, the tank day where I built like, you know, two and a half uh, gladiator tanks. That bloody gladiator reaper, yeah. I took it against Nathan. Man, that thing was probably the MVP. It was just like, oh, yeah, I've got a heavy onslaught cannon. Oh, yeah, I've got these freaking rapid-fire four guns on each side. Yeah, that's that's a lot of shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the old like, 40K. oh, yeah, doesn't, doesn't have much AP. <laughs> doesn't have much AP, but uh, fuck you. <laughs> well, that's it. you got to, you know, the Punisher for the Imperial Guard. It's 20 shots in yeah. AP. But when you shoot it twice at 40 shots... You're going no, to do damage no matter what's in front of you. Yeah. you you'll, you'll do some damage. Heavy, heavy 24, strength 6, minus 1 AP. Yeah, there's no damage. Yeah. It's like, that hurts Marines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I've done, I've done what, 140 shots um, <laughs> with no AP and killed... When it goes well, you just wipe a squad off the... Off the yeah. Board, when it goes terrible, you kill like three. <laughs> and then yeah. they look at you. You sit here and go, I rolled this many <laughs> dice this many times for this. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, any other battle reports? Wonderful. No. Uh, no, we only had uh, we only had uh, three three organized games. Because yeah. there was. I there was only five. Very organized. Yeah, but there was five. <laughs> there was five people. Um, yeah, we are trying to the numbers. Bulldust, thank you very much for the subscription. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dead Cows Thanks, mate. You still can't get a win out of it. <laughs> no, I, I I conceded right at the start of turn one when we found out if he beat me, he was going to get uh, position one. Remember? Yeah, there's a lot of um, yeah. And he wanted you to beat me to, to tie up, try 
punish that. So, Bulldust, I did try. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we only had uh, three organised games uh, this week, which was um, Steve, we were supposed to play Mark uh, Michael, but um, he had to drop out, so yeah, life. Life uh, Michael and Nate played and myself and Bulldust, yeah. We've had a yeah, few live like, events get in the way of our uh, regular meets. Yeah, it was like, oh, I can only play Saturday, you can only play Sunday. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I was happy to get a game. I didn't think I would, but I did, even though it finished at three in the morning. Yes. <laughs> oh, far out, that's dedicated. <laughs> oh, it was even worse because I went to go to bed. Uh, both my sons were in my bed. I went, right, I guess I'm sleeping in my eldest son's bed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cool. All right, so now we go to an ad break, so then we can talk about what we're really here for. That's right, showing off our mugs. Mm. Mm. Delicious. Hotel glass. (laughs) All right, so we'll go to ad break. Paint water kind of counts. We'll have a short break, um, and we'll be right back. We'll get into the topic of the month, which is... No, I thanks. brought my own. I brought my own. <laughs> Terrain. <laughs> All right, folks, be right back. We are Rollers, Hello, and we have Terrain. the games for you. Be it board games, card games, dice games, or party games. You name it, and we have it. Find us online at rollersboardgames.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rollersboardgames. From acoustic to distortion, Storyboard Concept is music that's honest, relaxing, and full ball rockin' music. Follow Colin at storyboardconcept.bandcamp.com. Back the throttle, because that's what the word technically means. You should wind back the throttle. Welcome back. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> that was quick. It only goes for like 30 seconds. We need more advertisers. <laughs> Speaking of advertisers, uh, Rollers Board Games is running a promotion at the moment. If you put in the code AUTUMN20, you'll get, guess what, 20% off AUTUMN. That's right. No, that's not right. You get 20% off your sales. So, rollersboardgames.com. Voila. I ran. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew I needed 30 seconds, so I ran. So, give me a moment. <laughs> oh dear oh dear uh cool so other ways you can help with um sponsoring if you are looking to help us out with the podcast and our productions and stuff like that which will get better quality you can now buy some merchandise um which we were showing off before there's a red belly mug there's a wobbly player syndrome mug you can also get an RLG mug and a RLG 40k mug. You can get those through my store. I wonder what that is. <laughs> that didn't work. Cool. You, you can't flash the link up. <laughs> I'm trying to. There it is. Right, God there damn is it, Green Lab. Chat. There it is, topped there up it in goes. chat. Whew. Professionalism. Uh, and of course, subscribing does help support the channel as well. Right. I, want, I still want the jumper. Yeah, that's my next purchase is get the um, red belly jumper to have the big, big belly on my big belly. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, no thanks. I brought my own terrain. 
That's our topic this month. We're looking at the faction-specific terrain that you can bring, and is it worth taking in your army? Um, now, caveat, the caveats, we are not tournament players. Yeah, no. not for some time. <laughs> some time. We definitely... Not, not nice, not nice, I shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. Thank you, Joker. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Joker was watching our match and he fell asleep during our second game. Did get so we must end. have been highly, highly exciting, <laughs> obviously. He, he's, look, he stuck it out as long as he could. <laughs> it was good. Uh, clearly, clearly, they weren't asleep. They were just really concentrating. Yes, that's it. Ooh, I wouldn't have done that. Ooh, ooh. Oh, just no. resting my eyes. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a very long blink. Yeah. I, I wasn't asleep. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's much better. Okay, so um, as I was saying at the start, I have noticed that every new box, box, every new codex seems to bring out a new piece of scenery that goes with it. The Sister of Battle is the, what's it called? What's that one called for the sisters? Come on, everyone. The you know Battle Sanctum or That's something? It. That is yeah. exactly what it's called, the Battle Sanctum. Well done. Uh, Death Guard got their Miasmic Magnifier, and there's a few others. In fact, we worked out that 10 factions have their own individual ones that only they can use. We're classing Space Friends as a whole as one faction, because there's too many of them otherwise. And we're just looking at... I guess we'll just look at them individually. Rate them. Yeah? Good. Yeah? Yes. Good. Uh, Necron Warrior is a tournament player. Never see fortifications in games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. How good are they, Bulldust? How good are they? Uh, you, used to, uh, you used to see him a lot back in the days of the Aegis defense line. Yes. Like, yes. that thing used to be... And the, the bloody... Um, back when you was one of the few things you could shoot flyers down with. Correct. That was super popular back then. And that's um, that's a very good point, because I don't see many people use fortifications in general. Because there's a lot of generic ones that you can use. Well, I mean, and this is where I lay my cards on the table. Historically, they haven't been worth the points. Yeah. And you sit there and go, I, this costs me 100 points. What am I getting for it that I wouldn't get from another unit <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or 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 upgrading another unit considerably and that's a great point isn't it because you are if you're taking this you are, it's at the cost of whew, cost of a blurry face a cost of um something else it could be a character it could be extra people it could be even a vehicle of some sort um some of these fortifications are under 100 points which might make you consider using them there are some that are over 100 points which for me, would straight away go, nah. Unless it's really good. So should we start? So the first one we're looking at is the Eldari. It is the Webway Gate. So this one is your Deep Strike Gateway, basically. It sits on a table. You put it down. You have any unit you want from the Eldari sitting in Deep Strike. And they pop out at the end of your movement phase from these gateways. Yeah, it is a, it's a vehicle and a building. See, I question the usefulness because your unit is already in play and you're taking it out of play 
for a turn to put it somewhere else. And we've got shrunken battlefields these days. So... Well, that's a great and, point. And, and the Eldar have crap loads of movement. So, you know what I mean? It's not like they're um, Death Guard or something where they plod along at four inches a, a turn. Five, thank you. Well, I mean, I, I could conceivably see a use from it as just having a quick squiz over it because I haven't actually read the rules for that thing much before. But it looks like... It looks like you could take like two of them and you could use them similarly to the way the gene stealers do, where they wouldn't know necessarily which one your guys were coming out of. Mm. Yeah. So, so you could you could you could fuck with your opponent's deployment. But that's not like super useful. It's just something you so could it's, do. It's ninety five points. See the thing is that you could probably pick up for ninety five points another squad that just deep strikes. Well, yeah, but you could do it with like more than one squad. Yeah, this way you could have... Um... <laughs> well done, Adam. Oh, well, I'll post a picture up of the mug that you purchased. Oh, does it? That's all, that is awesome. Oh, that's quite cool. Hey! <laughs> that's very cool. <laughs> that was our OG so, mug. <laughs> so, sorry, I went really quiet because I was purchasing it. <laughs> that's very cool. <laughs> I didn't know I did that. That's very exciting. Um, so... The the big part of this is you can put any unit into Deep Strike. So you could put in um, the Wraith Lords into Deep Strike. You could put, I guess, a Grav Tank into Deep Strike yeah. and stuff like that. You, can you could conceivably... One unit at a time from each webgate. So if you had two, you could bring out two. Um, yeah, you could conceivably stuff things in there that you didn't want to get Alpha Struck in the first turn. Correct. You Assuming did. that they couldn't alpha strike the gateway well that's it it's a 14 wound piece of terrain uh, with only a mm-hmm. three plus armor set no invulnerable it's got a five it's got a five plus does it eldritch aura oh, it right up there yep. five plus invulnerable First and it's slot, at least yeah. got, it's, it's got toughness eight so it's you know it's not a easy to kill thing but on the plus it's side is, you, you drop it anywhere that as i was saying 12 inches before uh, in a uh, away from the enemy deployment zone. Mm. And if you've got, like, this Death Guard or a slow-moving force, you just drop it in, and next thing, hey, hi, guys, I'm here for you straight away. Um, I I could see an advantage with it, but... Yeah, so... Yeah. One of the things yeah, that, with, uh, with Eldar, it, it, it's kind of blunted. I think yeah. you'd only use it for the large ones that can't destroy. Like, the maybe the Wraith Knights with the big blades, I can't think what they're called. Right, I think they I think if you're talking about big one, yeah, right. But you're spending like two command points to to deep strike them, so you're spending a lot of money, a lot of command points to hold them up. But if you're, you know, I've never played Eldar, so but I don't if you know put how them much in the command points way, you, you don't spend any points. Yeah, yeah, that's that's and, the point of it. You can put. I it mean, in I the guess it gives there. you. I guess it does give you that, but uh, you can put it on a deploy on a. Control point too, because it has to be within outside three inches of the center of the control point. What am I? It's what's it called? Tactical objective. Mm. Oh, look at that t-shirt! Ooh, full oh. bust, looking good. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's very exciting. Um, so yeah, so I can could... see. 
I can see reasons to use it, but yeah, it, it's probably not like competitive. Yeah, it, it's also very dangerous, you know, when you think about it, it cost factor. The price of it, yeah, it's cheap. But if you throw like three big units going, ha I'm going to throw all my heavies in there and I'm just going to pop out to, at, at different one at each turn. Mm. Um, and then you go, ha I don't know what he's got behind there. Blow away his webgate and he's just lost like maybe 900 points straight away off the table. You just come, Because it says if you destroy the webway, Everything that's in there has been slain. So he's back up. You wouldn't Ooh, be putting more than really one unit expensive. in there, surely. And and see, as I said, I mean, I I but don't think there's nice. that much value in having only one unit off the table at that point. You know. No, I think yeah, it's. Uh, I was gonna say, I just think it'd be funny for fucking with your opponent by like buying two of them, getting like a yeah. big fucking Death Star or something, and just being like, ha where's the Death Star? But I think you that's, that's exactly right. I <laughs> think it only really works if you have two of them. But, then that's but you're talking points. 190 points for two of them. Yeah. To go. That's <laughs> <enough> <laughs> I say it'd be effective. I said it'd be funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah like... <laughs> this is an old book, so we don't know if they're the new codex it might be improved. Yeah. So, um, I think um, 95 points... It could be shot down theoretically. Fourteen wounds and a three plus five plus one so it does nothing. Um, I think it could be better spent points. So my, for me, it's a thumbs down. Yeah, I, I mean, I would never take that. Not with an Eldar force because that they move so fast that it, it, it's just pointless. Yep, I forgot to get images of all these things. I do apologize, but for the podcast. You're welcome. It, it does looks kind of like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll fix it up on the YouTube. I, I do like the the model. That model yeah, it's cool is looking piece of scenery. Cool. Yeah. I mean pretty scenery much awesome. pretty much all of them are cool looking pieces of scenery from yeah. memory. Well, except the tower, but that's tower. They've got their own issues. Oh. No, tower models do look cool, let's be fair. Yeah, I, I like the look of tower models, yeah. it, unfortunately. Yeah. Alright, so the next one we got is we're going over the Chaos Marines and the uh, Nectolith Crown. This is 85 points. It is immobile. It does count as a fortification and building and vehicle. It has uh, loathsome aura, malevolent. Oh my gosh, words. M- malevolent locust. Thank you. Unstable energies. It does have a weapon, 6 inch range weapon. Uh, it is strength 7, AP 2, D2 worth per damage. 14 wounds, 3 plus armor save. Does not have a, a um, un- invulnerable. Uh, is, what did I say, 85 points. Only useful for um, chaos, really. Really only for psychers, really. Yeah. But on so, the plus side, reduce it to zero, it blows up. Yes, we always <laughs> love the things that blow up. So Loathsome Aura does give Chaos units a 5-plus invulnerable save when they win 6 inches of it. Yeah, which isn't terrible. Yeah, I mean, it'd, it'd be cool if you were playing a scenario where you had to sit on one point and defend it, Correct. but that's about it. Because yeah. mm. so it, it relies entirely turn... upon you being able to sit there and then come to where you are. Well, actually, <laughs> it's turn 2, that becomes a 9-inch bubble, and then turn 3 becomes a 12-inch bubble. So you do have some leeway where you can move, but not very far. 
yeah, you're stuck being tethered within 12 inches of this thing. Yeah. Well, to yeah, be honest, I mean, are you going to move that far um, with your Death Guard anyway? No, this is not Death Guard. This is Chaos Warriors. This is normal Chaos. Normal Chaos oh, Yeah, but Death Guard would be nope. able to take it. No, they can't. No? no really? Not, no, no. no. Okay. Hmm. Uh, because it's the yeah. Death Guard keyword. Death Guard. Um, so the other part is for Chaos Psychers, they do get to re-roll their Psychic Test. And for other Psychers who aren't Chaos, um, they peril on a doubles. Not double one, double six, just doubles. So that 12-inch bubble suddenly becomes into play by turn three if their Psycho gets a little too close. So, I mean, if you're defending something against Grey Knights, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you just if you like just take as many psychers as you can, just go crazy psycher heavy and just be a prick. You know. <laughs> there, there are things you could do. I wouldn't necessarily think that they're gonna be super effective. But like I'd I if I owned it and I played Chaos, I'd use it just to see what it did. I mean, considering what else you can get for eighty five points. For Chaos. Yeah, you could probably fit another character in. So, looking at that, I could probably use it for my demons. Because uh, I do have the chaos, I've got the chaos keyword. Yeah. Yeah, faction chaos. Faction chaos. I could drop that, and I, for myself, reading those, I can see myself using it, because how many times did I spend my command reroll, command points, to rewrite my psychic tests oh, so I wouldn't peril I mean, myself? It- if you just sat a fat load of zinch bullshit on top of that, that yeah. would be a pain in the ass. Yeah. And it'd be a pain in the ass within that one part of the table. <laughs> yeah. So I can but hang it would on. be a pain in the ass. Hang on. I'll, I'll, battle, I would just, I would just go and order it now. <laughs> <laughs> It'll pop up on the screen because it's ROG branded. <laughs> Any purchases from anyone we promote here comes to us now. <laughs> I purchased the ROG Tillith crown. <laughs> it's a Noctilith crown that you just painted. Yeah. Painted in the black, red, and blue, whatever it goes. Yes, anti grey knights, yuck, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. If you knew you were playing against grey knights, that's not. Even Zench, if you were up against Zench, that's not a bad thing to have in your back plate. But. Well, see, the thing is that even if you're playing against Zench, Chaos Psychers aren't affected. Uh, yeah, the point. Chaos Psychers are fine. No, Zench are Chaos. Uh, Tyranids, right? potentially, though. Tyranids, yep. So anyone with multiple Psyker. Um, the Tyranids come rolling, and you're just like, I'll fucking shadow your warp. <laughs> <laughs> Sucked into my I, crown. Actually, looking at, you know, seriously looking at that, I can see myself, that's what that is. Okay, now I know what it is. Um, I could actually see myself fielding that. So when I looked up these items, I did go through each faction to see what's allowed, and this only came up in the Chaos Space Marines faction. Does not show up in Demons. Hmm, that's a shame. Now, because I have the Chaos Battle Scribe at the moment, because that's easier for me to put all of them together, and it might be a keyword missing, because it might be a um. Chaos Astartes keyword needs to be in there somewhere. Yeah, because I'm looking at the Chaos Demons and the the codex for that, and I'm not seeing it 
in as in in the data sheet, so I don't have it as Wrong a data way, sheet. Go back. Hello, how are you? Welcome. So no, I couldn't use it as Chaos Demons. No, I don't think so. I think what? it is Chaos Marines only. So Black Legion. What book so. is it from? Uh, it's the Chaos Space Marine book. Is it? Oh, maybe it could be from a Psychic Awakening. Hang on, it will tell me. I'm sure. No, it's Chaos Space Marines. There you go. I mustn't have the most recent one. Oh, I don't. I'm looking at the the app, and yeah, it's uh, yeah. So okay, so specific scenario because if you are holding a certain area or you're playing Grey Knights, I would consider it general play, not so much. That's my call. So that's a thumb in the middle. <laughs> thumb in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> It's got some dependencies on that one. Yeah, it's a it, it's a conditional thing. Yeah, yeah. we think we'll find list tailoring. For, for that one, I would actually have to read it because if it has just the it's got the chaos. So if you've got, um, for example, demons and you've got an offshoot of chaos space marines running with you, whether or not you can drop it and have it at the same time, I don't know. Well, but it is funny because it doesn't seem to have in battle scribe anyway the uh, placement rules. It just says can be set up on the battlefield. Yeah. Um. Oh, wrong way to go back. Thank you so much for the subscription. We've got another dancing space marine. Come on, everyone, where's your dancing space marine? He's on the screen. Oh, why do I have was, to dance? That one was actually a gift sub from the Joker. Oh, Joker. Thank you very much. Ooh, thank you. You can now get this I... very cool Nurgle icon. So going back back to this one, I no. could actually see myself doing that because I've just clicked on blood letters, yeah. keyword, chaos. So, so that would suggest that you said, could dump you could a whole lot of zinc and have some chaos space marines. Yes, yeah, but you you've could. got to have a chaos space marine unit with you. Do you? Yeah, because it's actually in the chaos space marines codex. I don't have it in my demons codex. Well, I mean, technically, surely there's a you'd be able to have a detachment of Chaos Space Marines that includes yes. that's just literally the the terrain piece and not the Marines. Because if you have to take a, a Chaos Space Marines unit, potentially that could be a handicap because now all of a sudden your eighty-five point terrain piece is now, you know, a couple hundred points. If you want some, you know, space marine shooting and stuff like that, I I could see a benefit of having that, and then you just dump your psychers in there, as what Michael said, and it's just a really, really, really annoying. Yeah, and you, you're right. I could put it for Death Guard because Death Guard have chaos as a keyword. Mm. Yes. Um, so for you Death Guard, that'd be problems. really good for protecting things like um, your plague marines and stuff as they plot along. What's the bubble? Six inches. So if you could squeeze in a uh, crawler, uh, the, and it shoots, it sits behind it so you can't even see it and gets a five plus invulnerable save, yeah, that could piss off a few people. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't it's really conditional, but it doesn't totally suck. No, it doesn't no. totally suck. I think yeah. it's got its place. Um, wouldn't be the I, first I... thing you take out. Yeah, I could see things to do with it. Thank you, Draco. Appreciate that. Um, 
Oh, just let me know what you want from the store. Send me your money via the mail. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's got its place. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Chaos Demons, they have one. They have the Feculent Nullmores. 95 points. It is a fortification, so it's not a building, and it's not a vehicle. Uh, faction is Nurgle and Demon. It has Conduit to Nurgle's Domain. Uh, you can have more than one. Pestilent Garden. Shroud of fi- uh, Files. Shroud, shroud of Flies. <laughs> it's become... Yeah. Sickness Blossoms and the Plague Bell Chimes. As I said, 95 points. It has no stats. No characteristics. So you can't kill it. Literally yeah. just a terrain piece that gives you these extra bits. Yeah. So yeah. It helps you summon Nurgle. It only helps Nurgle, right? Nurgle demons. Um, you can have more than one. They must be within six inches of each other and not too close to any other terrain. Um, counts as terrain, so cannot be targeted to be shot at. We've just said that. You do get um, cover while you're within seven inches of it. And if you already get that, you also get a minus one to... Oh, additional plus one to any armor saving throw again as well, so... Mine's one to shoot at, plus an armor save, if you're within that spot. That's not yep. specific. Yeah, but you said plus one for shooting. Um, the only ones that would actually do that for Nurgling, um, no. Michael, you've also got high Nurgling. It, it's just your um, bugs now, that's got really shooting. against you, if you're in that forest, you get a yeah. plus one armor save. Once again, yeah. it'd be a embuggerance one, but... It's actually got the festering, it's got the shrouds, it's got stuff. For me, once again, um, I can see a benefit of it, but only having it for Nurgling. You know, the thing so, is um, that, yeah. again, you, you, you're still predicated on defending something at that point because you've got to be you know, close to it, otherwise it's useless. Although, one key thing to remember with the feculent Narmals, which is perhaps not relevant in competitive tawny play, because they probably wouldn't let you do this. I don't know exactly how the rules work. But Horticulus Slimax is allowed to make one of those every turn. Just make one. Mm-hmm. So, I know in 8th edition you would have had to pay for that in your... Yeah, they, there was a, there was one point where they were like, you know, you have to pay for that kind of shit. His rule doesn't say you do, but I'm pretty sure a tawny would make you do that. Because if, if you didn't, then I know someone who did it in AOS bought like a dozen feculent narmals and just summoned one every turn. <laughs> just to be a prick, because he could. Yeah. Um, so I, I would be horribly shocked if they let you do that. But um, if you're playing casually and your opponent does let you do that, Having a couple annoying. of those, if you're going to play Horticulus, Horticulus is a funny little bugger. But, um, yeah, that's an interesting thing about this particular piece of terrain. Yeah. Which uh, I do have. I have this one. It looks cool. i got to say, one of the, it's one of the terrain pieces I think is really cool. Um, I wouldn't ever get it for myself because, hey, I don't play Nurgle. Um, well, I have a bunch of Nurgle demons. <laughs> you do. I've had them fight me one time many moons ago. It's been a while since you and I played. It has. Yeah. Maybe we should fix it. Well, we were going uh, to. Then it didn't happen. Yeah. You and your I accept donations to allowing for, to you to play him. And I reckon <laughs> Anto would give you a donation. 
<laughs> so, well, I've still yet to play Anto too. There you go. So, if you Nurgle and you're inside, you get benefit of cover. Well, you don't have to be Nurgle. All Nurgle demons, yeah, so you get the cover. What Nurgle demons would sit in there? My knowledge is they don't really have range for Nurgle demons. Your bugs. No, you would like, you know, if you were doing the crap with Horticulus, you're like, he. I think it's at the end of his movement, he could place one within like three inches of him. Yeah. So if, if Horticulus is leading a pile of bullshit, you're summoning one at the end of your movement phase to give you that buff after having moved each turn. Well, that could work. If, you get, if you're getting that for free, and he moves, yeah, drop one down exactly. right next to your troop. Now right next to all your guys. Mm. And just a new one each turn. And all of those ones that you placed before are doing the bullshit with the wound auras and all that crap. So that like, see, the thing actually, is that it's really rough. <laughs> you also can't place it within one inch of any other terrain feature. Yeah. So you, basically, you'd have to be playing this on an almost empty table to get away with it. They're not super big, yeah. but I mean, a lot of a lot of tables do have, you know, fairly big gaps. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, I I, I think it's it'd be very limited where you could apply this in a way that it work well, you know. Yeah. Um, I think the 90, if you have to pay for all the 95 points for that character <laughs> and stuff like that, no. <laughs> Just no. Yeah, I mean, 95 points, I'm sure that I'm sure you'd be better served by just having another unit of something that can be on an objective or something. Some nerglings just running around. Well, I mean, you could, if you just took one of them, you could drop it on an objective Roll well, you can't. It's it, a ter- it, it is literally a terrain piece, and it no, can't yeah. be. An objective marker but... is not a terrain piece. Yeah, like if Horticulus goes up near the objective, Horticulus drops it next to the objective. Then your opponent has a real pain in the ass yeah. to do anything with that objective because the auras are right on the fucking objective. And because if you are in there, you do get to suffer d6, uh, a mortal wound for on a four plus. Well, yeah, no, like sorry, it's, it's... Right. on a six d3 mortal wounds. Yeah. yeah, so it's a it, yeah. yeah, every turn it suffers one mortal wound, and on a six, you know, it's it's a guarantee. But, it's guaranteed to have one mortal wound. So D three, yeah. So it, it's an annoyance. It's See, the thing is that again, I mean, you'd be you'd be balancing that against a scoring unit you could yeah. put on the table for that. So for me, it's a no. I, I don't see the benefit of it for the 95 points and the scenarios coming up. I can't see it happening enough for me to consider putting that. I don't play Nurgle, so I could be completely wrong. But it's a no. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. For, for this one, I, I, I agree because it's not it's really for an 8th edition in, in my eyes, whereas for ninth, it's more mobility and running around. So having it stuck in one spot, whereas the other one was shooting and, you know, the psychers. That well, one, the other one's to, more of a yes than this one for me. To be fair, this does help if a Nurgle army does need to hold an objective, because yeah. mm. it makes them more durable when they're near it. It makes them better at summoning demons while they're near it. And you know, it, makes, it provides and it makes, a bunch of buffs. Yeah, mm. and enemies are, are hurt by being near it. But yeah. Um, yeah, and in a defensive play, that would be brilliant. But well, in in ninth, you're gonna need to do some defensive play because you've got there's usually like four to six objectives to hold. Like if you, no matter who you are, you need to hold some objectives. So it's a yes, Michael. This is this is a problem that Nathan ran into in our game. He was like, I'm gonna run over and fucking pump you, but he didn't leave anyone behind to hold the objectives behind him. 
Because so, he had, like, all melee guys, and he's like, nah, I'm not going to hold right, that, I'm just going to kill you. <laughs> I got a no from me, uh, yes from Michael. Certainly, if they're free, fuck yes. Yeah, uh, a no I'll, from Adam. I'll certainly no be tempted Mark. to use them otherwise. Yeah. Alright, next. Otherwise we'll never get through them. Alright, <laughs> here we have the Death Guard. Uh, I'll be very non-biased. Oh, it's a no to me. No from me for that one. The Miasmic <laughs> Malignifier. I actually have it. I have base-coded it. I have not painted it yet. And I will put it on the table. Done. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks pretty cool. Like, the rules for that look pretty handy. Yeah, so... I, I certainly would be very frustrated by that on the table. <laughs> the very, yeah, the very big thing the reason is 75 points. So it's not expensive. compared. This is the cheapest one we've had so far. The biggest part of it is the toxic presence, which means it counts as about around four to reduce your toughness in a 12-inch range. For anyone coming in 12 inches at, you are going to be toughness minus one. That alone is worth 75 points. Now, does that also... Would that actually tick away as well as your aura buff? Because you took my toughness away. So that does is that the mean... aura buff. Every, so... every Death Guard item has that buff. This one starts at turn 4, because it starts at 1, 3, 6, and 9. Oh, sorry, 9 inches, not 12. Get it right. Jeez, cheat. So, 9-inch bubble of minus 1 toughness from turn 1. Yep. But also, the weapon that it's got. Come on, it's automatic hit, 2d6. While it's strength 4, it's still going to hurt. Yeah, it's, it's only 6-inch range, so it's basically it's a flamer. Uh, yeah, but it's still going to... Well, flamers are 12 inches, aren't they now? No, but it's, it's still going... Yeah. Uh, that one's but, only 6 inches. Yeah, but this is still going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a quite a large footprint because it's got the main part, then it's also got the um, pox furnace, which just stretches it out that little bit further as well. So it does have a large footprint. But on a plus 4, it explodes. So half yeah, the dice, it's... It's still got a good chance of exploding. And this is the well, uh, it does get points for that. I like explosions. Yeah. Yes. Now, the one thing I thought, oh, and um, Death Guard Infantry gets uh, light cover within six inches of it, which is great, um, and, and minus one to the attack hit roll if you're trying to hit me. Uh, if I already get light cover, so yeah. Um, what was I going to say? The weird part of this one is if it is bracketed, so if you lose points, it starts at 12 wounds, so it's probably one of the lowest wounds that actually has wounds on it, because I think everything else has had 14. Um, each bracket, it drops down in strength. But what's it going to hit? <laughs> well, that's it. There is no need for it to have a strength characteristic, so the bracketing doesn't actually work. The toughness stays the same, the ballistic skill stays the same. Everything else stays the same. For some reason, the strength drops. I would understand there if the strength dropped if the weapon, the noxious stink, was assigned to that. Correct. But it isn't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Have you checked the book is the question. Oh, I like I have a dead guy book. Because this could be a battle scribe issue, not a uh, book no, issue. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, I did check the book because I thought... That can't be right, but no. The strength is what actually drops when it is bracketed. I think it's... Uh, is it correct in the way it's got set up with the uh, strength of the attack? With the strength of the attack, sorry? Of the weapon. Does, does the strength do anything in its rules? No. Yeah, okay. Then that's just goofy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's 
weird. It's a building. It's also a vehicle. I, does it have any effect if you shoot? Can you shoot buildings? Who's a, who's a bloody Iron Fist player? <laughs> I mean, you can clearly shoot it. It has a toughness and wounds. Yes. Oh, you can. Yes, absolutely. So I don't. I guess if you have some sort of ability, it goes against their strength value. Is there such a thing? Now, um, Morik is still there. Please explain to me why it would have an effect of their strength dropping. I know, uh, there are some weapons in um, their and their no, like Weber's. Like it strikes me as the kind of thing that it would be designed for, like a close combat. No, there are things yeah. like web web guns and web and web pistols and all that. They yeah, they attack your strength or toughness, whichever is lower. There are some weapons like that. Go. That's where we're coming to play. But yeah. Um, so for me, it's a yes. It is a very big yes for me because it is cheap. 75 points is cheap. It's cheaper than a character. Uh, it gives me the cover save uh, in a six inch range. Uh, also, I could be a minus one to hit if I'm that cool, which I am. It explodes on a four plus, not a six plus. Kind of love that. And it has that nine-inch bubble of that minus one toughness. Um, so as soon as you move three inches out of your deployment zone, you are now toughness minus one. Yeah, it's it's certainly a fairly effective looking one. Yeah, mm. and it looks cool. It does. <laughs> Mark, you're the harshest critic. Yeah, I mean. 75 points is cheap. Um, again, in a defensive type of thing, I'd be inclined where they have to come to you. Um, but if you've got a more dynamic game or you're an attacker, um, it's probably better to spend the points elsewhere. I mean, how many it's Death a, Guard armies a... are dynamic? Yeah, well, it's a... say, you've seen a Death Guard army, right? Well, it's a flexibility. Well, uh, again, it's a uh, it, it's one of it still relies on someone coming to you, and with Death Guard, that is more likely to happen. <laughs> um, it's just yeah, uh, it, it it's one of those. It depends. Like like in the right scenario, this could be amazing, but I can see situations where you'd just be like, yeah, that did nothing for the points. So you're a maybe, is what you're saying. Yeah. I, Michael, it, maybe, yes, no. Oh, look, if I was Death Guard, yeah. Adam? Uh, Death Guard, yeah, put your plague crawls behind it, put anything that you want oh, to survive. Putting, I'd be putting that right next to your deployment zone, as close as I could to your deployment zone. So as soon as you walk out, your minus one toughness, everything that's shooting at you bolters the lot yeah, but yeah, I'd also put it. I'd also, I'd also put it around something that you want to protect, like yeah, just put um, it on an objective, tactical objective. Yeah, but like yeah, the other like night, you can you deploy it anywhere. It doesn't have to be in your deployment zone. You just fucking Correct. drop it wherever. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be more than twelve away from the enemy deployment zone. Yeah, but as soon as you move three inches out of your deployment zone, you are affected by it. Yeah, but I'd also you know put it around your your predator like the other night. My my seekers came up and went chomp chomp chomp. Yeah. Oh, yes. 
So that was the other model I never put in for Death Guard Army. Would never do. I put my Predator in there. Yes. Yeah, but you see, I mean that, that stuff there. You know, it, you know, you protect stuff that's expensive as well. You know, that's another option for using that. And you do that get model. light cover. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, it's just I would say yes if I was doing it. I think it's worth it. Yeah, that's why I've got one. Well, actually, I bought it because it looked cool, and then I read the rules. <laughs> that's the best reason to buy things. <laughs> Speaking right. of speaking of pieces of terrain where you don't have to have people come to you, this, this is the Battle Battle Sanctum. Well done. <laughs> yes, there. We're moving on. Cool. All right. So this is a fortification, of course. It is used by the Battle Sisters. Uh, it is a ruins. So this is the first ruins we've got. It's got area terrain. I'm not sure what that means. Sector Imperialis. That does give bonuses to Imperial people. Uh, consecrated ground. Chaos don't like it. Minus one leadership. Hmm. Oh, sorry, Which is... is 80 points. Uh, minus one leadership. Praise to the saint. Uh, okay, so if you do an action, you actually get a, a miracle dice. So an action, everyone knows you can move to it, but then you can't shoot so or anything like that, and you'll get an action. I'm, I'm not up on my um, sororitas rules. Um, what is a miracle dice, and oh. is that worth 80 points and sacrificing a, okay. a turn of your so um, a priest? So miracle dice is uh, you roll a d6. If it rolls a 5, you put that 5 to a side. You can use that 5 to substitute pretty much any other roll. So if I needed a 5 to hit and I rolled a 3, I'd go, I'll use my miracle dice. Thanks a 5. Done. You'll automatically hit. Oh, I don't know. I don't, not, I, like... You're not sacrificing the priest's whole turn. They still get to move. That is, instead oh, yeah. of shooting shoot. their pistol, they pray. <laughs> and they can do that anywhere on the battlefield as long as that thing's somewhere on the battlefield. Correct. And you have to pray to make it each day. Let's see. I've, I've seen some battle reports where they keep getting the um, those miracle dice, and those miracle dices are have been amazing you know, oh, sixes amazing. and stuff like that bam you know it, oh that didn't save oh I'll just spend my miracle dice well even when you get yeah. a miracle dice of one okay I'll use that next time to do a morale test exactly yeah that, that's what I mean yeah. you know just getting the miracle dice is possibly a really good benefit so, for that for you Mark uh, if a character dies they get a, a miracle dice uh, there's other abilities they can do to get miracle dice the start of their turn, they get miracle dice, so they can be absolutely fully loaded with these miracle dice. Yeah, so I mean, so there's yeah. plenty of opportunity to get them get miracle dice without sacrificing an action of a character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are priests with... even really characters? <laughs> Aren't they shit? So uh, wrong way <laughs> actually, to or or out. infantry oh. units. So so potentially it could be pretty much anything you've got yeah so miracle yeah, dice like... uh, I just want to put so, so... the wrong way to go back as just pointed out if you think about um, would you pay one command point to do a reroll and hope or would you use a miracle dice so the alter... basically saying a miracle dice is basically equivalent to one command point yeah like dice having the ability to go I, I no that roll is this is fantastic like miracle dice yeah. are really good. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you've also got to remember though that yes, it's eighty points, but it's also removing a unit's worth of points from whatever turn 
It's not really. It's 80 plus like, that has no stats, so it cannot be destroyed. It cannot be killed. It's also it's a piece of terrain. Gives you yeah. guys the benefits of terrain. They get the bonus to cut to their armor saves for being in it. Yeah. Like it, it's quite good. And yeah. a lot Anything of the time, how often do you have a unit that doesn't have a shooting target or doesn't have a melee target yeah. or you know? You're like, oh, there, I'll just generate melee dice, miracle dice for the units that are actually doing something. Yeah, so it's breachable, defensible, <laughs> and, and, light cover, obscure. And that is a, scale, that's a fair point, but inspiring. again, I mean, you don't you don't put units in your army for them to sit around and do nothing. Oh, you could sit one back. You can have one of this in your back line if you wanted, and just go. I'm going to have a cheap ass priest. I can have one of those cult imperious priest. Yep, and have bloody what are the heavy weapons guys sit in there as well. And just sit back and shoot. What are they called? Those guys. Um, those lasses. Um, I actually think this is a pretty powerful one because you cannot destroy it. And getting... even even lowering the leadership of chaos. It's now, even though it's a small six-inch bubble, but if you put it depending where you put it, that could be a key feature. You know, you, and I mean, you it, put units in, a, in a, uh, a building if you can, if it's a long-range weapon. If you put a Devastator in a building, you'd be going stoked. Put a long-range weapon guy and a cheap-ass priest in there. Okay, so the priest would be equivalent to yeah, like, 100 and something points instead. But generate... Yeah, but the, at that point, you, you are having to look at it through the lens. It's not 80 points you're spending on this. Yeah, It's, it's 160, 160 or whatever. Plus, yeah, but I'm they're, the they're doing things defense, other than light cover, heavy cover, heavy cover. No, just light cover, you're... defensible, breachable. So if I someone mean... charges you while you're in it, you go, good luck. So yeah, and cool. it's this is this this piece of terrain is basically an upgrade for the rest of your army, but it also does stuff. Mm. You know, it gives all of your all of the rest of your army an ability. <laughs> <laughs> And it makes like your your cheap ass priests, you know, gives them something else they can do. Yeah. So priests, I'm just looking for what are they called? Minister priests? Oh, I won't have cultists. Cult imperialis. Missiona- missionaries or whatever they're called. I don't yeah, know. Do I, don't I have, have most recent products? Sorry, because of the new book, I don't have the updated data sheet on that. They're not expensive. If you look at the Imperial Guard one, they're so cheap. <laughs> Anyway, give us a price over the minister and priest is price I've check. I've just put price check. in mini priests and didn't <laughs> work. <laughs> right, so they're cheap. <laughs> I can't find it. My books are out of range. They're over there. I don't know if this is the most recent one, but it says like thirty-eight points for a missionary. There you go. So. You're now paying 110 points to give yourself a terrain feature that you can sit in there, give yourself light cover. An extra miracle dice every turn. An extra miracle dice per turn. But it's bonus. I, I I think it's pretty good. Retributors. Thank you, Joker. Retributors are the heavy weapons for the sisters. Yes. Uh, wrong way to go back has a new book. He's going to look what, what a top bloke. <laughs> but yeah, like, I reckon this one is pretty good. I think it's pretty good. I think it's a yes for me. Um, yes for me as well, if I ever, if most, I ever mostly, did decide to do it. 
Yeah, mostly because it basically gives all of your units an extra ability. Like, it's not that static point that you have to defend like all the other ones have been. Mm. Yeah. But it's also one of those terrain features that you don't, um, like, while it affects chaos, but it gives the overall unit, uh, the overall army a buff. So it's a, oh, well, I'm not playing chaos, but hey, I've got a bonus. But I still have shit tons of miracle dice, yeah. 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 I've got to stop and watching at Twitch at because my delay is actually screaming. Sorry, I'm just looking at it. I'm just looking at it. It does not say... Oh, one. Okay, so it does say one unit. Okay, I was going to say. Hey, otherwise, I'll put multiple priests on there and go, Yeah! It's raining dice. And yeah, and that, <laughs> and that one unit must be wholly within. Yeah, but it's a building. You just put them in the building and they can't be targeted because it's obscuring. So it's a no from you still, Mark. As I said, I, I'm... 40. There you go. 40 points for missionaries. Yeah, Priests. so 120 points. Uh, if a preacher is allowed to do it, they're only 25. If it's any Adeptus Sororitas infantry unit. Or well, Cult that's... Imperialis Priest. Yeah. I think it's I think it's pretty powerful. For... Mm. Yeah, so the caveat we should have said terrain's not always going to be in every battle but these are definitely ones you could, should consider you're not going to take it to a tournament oh. it's probably the only one you would think about Look, in a tournament. I, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if people were taking this in tournaments yeah. Like, yeah I mean if the miracle dice don't wind up with some kind of nerf or something like that no, no, that's their I can see it deal for I, the sisters. I, yeah that's like yeah. their mechanic yeah you're getting a free command point per turn. Well, I guess in that case, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Oh, wow. Hard sell, but we got there. <laughs> well, it, it, see, it's more its more down to my unfamiliarity with um, the sisters. Yeah, that's all right. Now we get to the ridiculous one, which I believe I reckon I can think I know what our answers are going to be on this one. The Hammerfall Bunker. Was your first answer that I've got one? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. 175 points. Yikes. Right, what does it do for you? It lands. It has a defense. No, it doesn't array. land. It's no, it's placed. placed. It doesn't yeah, doesn't doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is a has a defensive array, which means it has a heavy three bolter, or you can upgrade it to a, a flamer. Um, also has missile launchers. Launcher, I believe. No, no, it's got a flamer and a and a heavy bolter. Oh, it's I don't one think or it's the other. One is or it? Other. Yeah, one or the yeah. Other. It is wound fourteen, strength six. Again, weird. Toughness eight, three plus armor save. Um, it does bracket. It loses. It yeah, loses? it loses ballistic skill. Ballistic skill. So that does hurt. Ballistic skill four plus. If you were to Overwatch, it does all right, I think. Um, uh, yeah, if you Overwatch, it becomes a heavy six for a bolter or two d six if you got the flamer. It can yeah. reach out and hit with that missile launcher, though. I mean, yeah, that missile launcher yeah. 
can fuck shit up. But the thing about this is it it can potentially turn part of the table into a bit of a fucking no-go zone. Because mm. that heavy bolter shoots every single enemy in range. Not not one unit. Every single unit that is a viable target gets shot. Really? really. And if it's, and if it's um, uh, being charged, it basically doubles the shots. Yeah, so if you go take the Heavy Flamer, it, it uses the Heavy Flamer on every single unit in range, every time it fires. Yeah, that's what it says there, yeah. So it turns that area into a fucking danger zone. Yes, yeah. every eligible but, unit, yep. But for 175 points, you kind of want it to. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty expensive. The Heaven's Weep. Yeah. Um... But I mean, the heavy bolter version of that—it's—it's it's gonna really make people think twice about going to that whole section of table. Oh, to me, it's the cost. It's very expensive. points. That's huge. I mean, toughness eight, wounds fourteen. That is equivalent to you know a tank. Yeah, I mean, it's like gladiators, gladiator kind of stats, but um, it's like cheaper than a gladiator tank <laughs> yeah can't move that that um missile launcher is pretty powerful heavy two strength 10 72 inch range on that missile launcher still needs line of sight but yeah that's true it, if you've got some good um fire lanes that's heavy two would annihilate um your big targets. Well, even even because you know, you're still only AP two. D six though at the end of the day, but even the super frag missile, heavy two D six is strength six, but it's also a blast. Looking at that, um, it would actually take out any troops really, like the like horde. It would actually hurt the horde troops. Mm. Yeah, like I bought this and I. I would be tempted to run this because I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, because I mean, you hit a horde with that frag missile. You you let a horde go anywhere near this thing. Yeah. No, <laughs> like... and it's it's good night, Irene. Yeah. So how does it deploy? Is it deployed? You just place you... it. Just place it. Like a did you deploy it like a part of your army? So you, it's got to be in your deployment zone, zone isn't it? Yeah. So if you had a. Um tactical objective in your deployment zone you know where that bunker's going yeah <laughs> right <laughs> fucking next to it <laughs> yeah so it's gonna be now does that mean that, that while it's not obsec it would actually you know you're still holding that objective i don't i don't think fortifications count for that do they no you can't use fortifications to I'm, do that. I'm pretty sure there's like a rule saying fortifications can't yeah. hold objectives so yeah, but, yeah but you'd find the oh, cheapest unit Joker has built an Imperial Fist list around two of these Hammer 4 turrets, but more fluffy than match play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I get that. I totally get that. Imperial Fist at, makes total sense to have those. Like, like that one there, I'd put it right next to an objective marker and find the cheapest unit I could spend to put it next to it just so it just holds the the um, objective and well, let that thing just do the shooting. Have... Devastator Squad or equivalent sitting next to it, so it's still got some firepower. If you want to try and take it down, yeah. But that's why would you heavy why would you, why would yeah, why would you need a devastator unit next to it? Because just to shoot 
from your deployment zone. Yeah, but you're making that like that object. Most most of the objectives, there's an objective marker in your deployment zone. Mm -hmm. So you're just making that one a no-go zone. And if someone and if you do put it in your deployment zone, you're actually making it so, you know, haha, I'm going to drop behind you. Yeah, probably not a best idea because that's just going to screw you around. Yeah, it's pretty good area denial. Yeah. Yeah. And that would free you up for, you know, other heavy support stuff around the table or... Well, it, it, it is 175 points. So we are talking about a vehicle of sorts would not be available to get in because that or a large squad or something. So is it worth taking out one of those mobile gun turret things? Well, I mean, as mentioned, you, you'd often need to have something hanging back, holding an objective. Mm. And if you want to hide a tech marine behind a bunker in your fucking deployment zone and just sit there repairing the bunker each turn yeah. <laughs> or something equally daft. <laughs> because because tech marines are actually quite cheap, aren't they? They're, they're, they're they not are. very expensive. Relatively. But so you... it's vehicles, so yes. Yeah, they can repair. repair. They can repair the bunker. Yeah. So you'd have a tech marine just sitting at the bunker, at the back, holding the objective, and stopping people, stopping people (laughs) from dropping behind you, and you just keep sweeping forward. For me, it'd be funny at the very least. People hate it when you do stuff like that with tech. Yeah. Imagine two two objectives in your deployment zone. Bang bang. (laughs) It it would be really annoying. Yeah, you'd be. You know, if if something like as as joke said, bang, put two there. I, if I was playing that and ha, I'm deep striking, it would just be you'd be like hating that person that you're playing against. But still, because I mean, sure, you could cheap out and do something like a predator, but a predator doesn't have the reach. Four last cannons. It doesn't have the toughness. It doesn't have the wounds. You but know, yeah, it's the same same cost points. Four las cannons instead of that heavy bolter that can shoot everything in sight. Mm. Yeah, and or potentially a heavy flamer if you know that if you know they're going to be running at you because they have to go on that point for whatever reason. You know, you hit a horde army and it's just bam. Oh yeah, that's twelve hits instant. I was just reading wrong way. Go back's response. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen a great many of these hammerfall turrets never do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and same. I've also seen that many battle reports and, and, have gone. Oh, <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the thing. If they've got to come at you, it's great. Yeah. If if that doesn't happen, then you're like, well, I could have bought a predator or. Yeah. Okay. Any I mean, number of other things. It comes down to, to placing it well. Like, if you put it in a good spot with a decent line of sight, denying an area you don't want the enemy to go, then, you know, even if it does nothing, it will have done something because it will have changed their battle plan. Mm. Mm. Um, okay, so for me, the points make it a no. I, I'd rather have the predator that can move if I need to because something's out of sight. I, I, if it was me, I'd, I, I, I would do exactly the same thing. However, this does have value as the big shiny thing for people to shoot at, um, much like a Land Raider does. And this is cheaper than a Land Raider. 
Yeah, it does does yeah, make so a great distraction card effects. How robbed Land Raiders are at the moment. Anyway, so is that a yes, no, or maybe, Mark? Um, I'd have I'd put that in a maybe. Okay, Adam. I would say that for me, it's it's a yes with a Ooh. tech marine and just like being in a buggerance, laughing, you know, smiling <laughs> every time someone goes near you and you just go, man, you know, why, you know. You know, especially if you're facing an orc or a horde, you just go, mate. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm. I'm dropping this. <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Look, I I bought it because I intend to use it. Like, that makes sense. It'll happen. <laughs> and, <laughs> whether and or not I do, whether or not I take a firstborn check marine to sit behind it just to sit there going. Ch -ch -ch, okay. Not, <laughs> uh, I'm probably <laughs> definitely going to use this at some point. When I when I play you, bring it, and I will bring my orcs, and I'll just have and I'll just you know, Greg's placed me when I've, I'm going to charge that Punisher. I will charge that just for fun. All right, here's you know? forty shots. <laughs> exactly, you know, I'll, I'll have fun. Or yeah, hey, there is a, drowning the enemy in your own troops' blood is a viable tactic. I've done it many times. Exactly, that's what I mean. I. I I will play. I would play someone that has that, and I'd actually even even bring a horde army just for the fun of watching it annihilate my own troops. <laughs> All right, so we're now going to Xenos again. Convergence of Dominion by the Necrons. Got to be honest, I didn't know much about this. I had to run uh, earlier and grab my son's codex to look. We have to have a look at what it looks like. It uh, looks cool. I have seen the model. It does look cool. So, it is 120 points. So, over that 100-point mark, which for me automatically can start going, eh, really? Mm. Mm, yeah. It does have living metal. It does have command protocols. Command protocols are like uh, benefits they get for each turn. But the weird thing is about the protocols, you actually have to put, there's six of them, and you get them, but you have to put them in order what turn you're going to have them at. So turn you write them down on a piece of paper at the start of the game. Correct me if I'm mm. wrong, but I believe that's how it works. So turn one, I'll have number one. Turn three, I might have number five. Whatever. It is three made of three parts. Three little obelisks running around. Going, la 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 la. Hello, look at me. It comes with convergence of dominion, dominion protocols, which is an aura, uh, domestic dynastic command node. Translocation protocols. It is a um, building and vehicle and fortification. It has stats: ten wounds. So it's low. It's probably the lowest wounds we've had for anything that's had a wound count. Three plus armor save, toughness eight. So it's still toughness eight. List skill three. It's probably got the best list skill out of everything so far, and its weapon is twelve inches range. It's an Assault D3, Strength 4, minus 3 AP, 3 damage each. Just that alone, 3 damage each. Well, it is Necrons, so they are meant to hit like a truck. Yeah, they <laughs> is 3 of them, and they deploy 12 inches apart from each other. Yeah, but the Strength 4, you know, Strength 4 is, is, it hurts it. Yeah, but it is minus three AP. You, it's, if you're hitting marine, that's a six plus armor save for a standard marine. 
and if you don't make it, you're dead. Not oh, no, yeah. right. I got one wound left. You're dead. It's a four plus to wound. Three to hit. Pretty yeah, I mean, strength four doesn't hurt anywhere near as bad as uh, having no AP. Correct. Yeah, I'd, and it is. I'd have a strength four with a minus three AP over a strength five, no AP any day. And it is something you can teleport around the battlefield. Correct. It moves and I will keep this clean. It stuffs you up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anal done. Fuck your shit up. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Alright, it does give you two plus leadership if you're within six inches. Uh, I think Necrons are pretty handy with their leadership, so I don't know if that's going to be much point for them. Talk while I look it up. Leadership 10. Um, Yeah, I mean, like... Oh, wow, yeah, so their leadership 10, so they're not going to ever fail the leadership test, if if that's what you're depending on. Yeah, their troops aren't that... I don't think they've got that many, I think, 10 is the biggest, so you practically uh, no, got to no, be... I've gone through pretty much the whole book so far, and everyone's a 10. Yeah, because so I... No, I'm no, like, no, no, I'm talking, about their troop, I'm talking about their troop choices, so the amount of troops that you have would be about 10. You, you, oh, right. you know, your troop choice that you roll with the troops is 10, 10, 10 models in the troop, obviously. Oh, um, I think maybe... Warriors went to 20, didn't they? Oh my god, I just the book... Honestly, I honestly don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm pretty I sure like... they do. Mine's in the other room, so... <laughs> Necron Warriors. Okay, you can have a group of 10 to 20. There okay. you go. Mortals are so... up to 10. So, yeah, they seem to have got a big boost. Oh, I, mean, I wouldn't so think they would suffer them. too much under leadership. No, You've got to, like, lose 9. 10. You would have to get absolutely mullered for that to matter. Yeah, everyone is leadership 10. Um, what... Is it yeah? And after after every time someone's attacked you, you then do the uh, reanimation protocol. So you, there's a chance that you're going to bring more back. So at the end of the day, is uh, leadership. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that much of a. It's yeah, and if they're brought back to life, they no longer count towards the morale as losing one. Mm. So what what does the uh, freaking command protocols thing do? Because it appears, like it looks like the main thing it does is teleports around shooting things and provides a bubble of your command protocol. Yeah, so the command protocol is that um, there are six protocols to choose from. You need to write down which order you're going to do them. So battle round one, you might choose number one. Battle round two, you might choose number six. Um, and then there's directives in those ones. Um Protocol of the Eternal Guardian, for example. Each time an attack is made against its unit, if it did not make a normal move, advance or fall back, it receives the benefit of light cover. So, so do, is this something that like normally only your HQs provide a bubble of? Yes. Is that how the army works? I haven't played Necrons in the I, new I edition. I believe that is true. That is how it works. That the Okay, uh, so it, it and... you know, it gives you a bigger synapse bubble but for Necrons. And <laughs> see the other thing though is that this um, teleportation thing is faction-specific. Yeah, for that... I, I don't soup, so I don't see that as a problem. <laughs> well, see, the thing is that... Um... It, it, no, it's not. It's The Star Stellar are, are this thing. This thing is a Star Stellar. Yeah. And the Cryptex are oh. the 
the cryptic weird psychic guys yeah, that have. Cryptic is a Terry unit. character. Yeah. It's a character. Is it one of the main HQs? The, the cryptex, there's a there's several different cryptex, aren't there? Because yeah. they used to be one, and now they're like three that are all cryptex, aren't they? Look how good we are about Necrons. Yeah. I've got them, and I've got two models made up. I, I shoot at them. I don't really um, play them. <laughs> That's it. I've got a pile of them for the new edition, but I haven't got around to doing anything with them. Exactly. I've I've got I, them. I think I've got two glued, three glued, and okay, that's as far so as I've got. So Psychomancer's Cryptek, Technomancer, Chronomancer, Plasmancer. Um, you see any pattern here? Yeah, they're all Cryptex, yeah? They're all Cryptex. Um, yeah, but, so looking all at, cryptex. but looking at this, I, I like, I'm going to go with a no on this one. I don't think the teleportation is any good. I don't think that adding two to your leadership is going to be any worth the 120 points. I'm sure that you could put something else on the on the table that hits so, just as hard, if not harder, and actually can score you some points. So the protocols would be, for me, is the only benefit. I'm just looking. Okay, so Protocol Sun and Storm, add one movement or directly two... If it's performing extra, it could still attack. Okay, so if you know, trying to raise a banner, it could also still shoot if it wanted to. Same time. Um, unmodified roll wound of six AP goes up by one. No longer benefit of cover. Yeah, some nice little tricks and trades and stuff like that, but 120 points. It's always going to be an uphill battle for me to say yes. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty expensive. It, it sounds like it would pr- let a Necron army do some shit it wouldn't necessarily be able to normally do. Mm. And, you know, also provide a little bit of extra covering fire for those little units moving forward with it or whatever. But it is probably a bit too expensive. Yeah. Mm. The, I think the 12-inch weapon is pretty damn cool. Yeah. And, I mean, there are three of them with that, so... Yeah. But as I said, at 120 points, you'd almost be better off with another unit. Yeah, I agree. So it's a no across the... Oh, Adam, what did you yeah, think? Yeah, no, I, I don't see a benefit. Like, if you're just requiring it for leadership, yeah, but the, we've said no, leadership no one not really big issues. So, yeah. No, but it's I'm like just saying... protocols, I think, is the yeah, main thing. But no, not, not for me. I have a box of Necrons at the corner that shall never see the light of day. We all have one of those boxes, I believe, Necro- uh, Joker. I believe we all have one of those boxes. In fact, if you look behind Michael, there's all of those boxes. You've got to be careful if you ever open it and find it suddenly empty. <laughs> all right, we're running to the Orcs. Look at Adam perk yes. up. <laughs> yes. Yes. The Neckboy Workshop, 85 points. It has no stats. It is just a piece of terrain. It is a fortification. Full stop. It has no, it's not building. It's not anything like that. Uh, you do get to do a custom job if a vehicle sits in it and does basically an action so it doesn't do anything. It could become faster, tougher, more gunnier. Sorry, more dacker. My bad. Um, I think it's the three that it can happen. Uh, faster, yeah. Tougher. More rivets, and then there was something else. Extra special. Yeah, so everything can get an extra special on a D6. It might make it even better. It yes. It does have a grabbing claw, which you can use in a fight phase if someone's trying to fight you. 
kind of four plus it does to make the view. Yeah, but you need a easy. you need an orc infantry yeah, right next normally, to it. Though. Yeah, if someone else yeah. And it is an orc structure which does give you defence line, light cover, heavy cover, defensible, unstable position, difficult ground. So they're quite some impressive terrain pieces just for that. So if you are using it, you can defend it quite well. Eighty five points. Discuss. In orcish <laughs> right. I'm going to let the other guys talk about it first. No, no, get the fanboy out of the way. Come on. All right. I actually have one. Um, I have fielded it at least once or twice. Uh, I enjoy it. It's actually quite good. I put a battle wagon right, right. I just practically backed the battle wagon into it. So with the kill cannon, I get the. That's the one that's got the 72 inch range and has the 2d6. Um, it's you, you don't shoot from it for the first turn and then you just go to town for the rest of the time. But you put it right at the back because that's where you know, your, your battle wagons and stuff like that sit. But for, for me, for orcs, because that's the thing that's got the heavy range. Um, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's, quite, it's quite a good piece of uh, thing, a machinery. If you, especially you have that in there, then you have a mech boy sitting inside it with it it automatically wounds. So if you have your plague crawler dropping onto it, onto my battle wagon, mech boy heals it for automatically three wounds straight away on top. So it's, it has the bonuses. Um, if you're willing to park your scrambler jets and stuff like that in there for one turn, you give it the custom job of the extra movement. And next thing it's got, you know, more, you know, greater, greater advance and greater charge. So it has the bonuses as well. So, um, would, so would you say it's worth yeah. eighty-five points for the well, guaranteed twelve shots? Yeah, but That's you're probably. also you're also taking away a turn of shooting effectively. Yeah. You're only taking one one unit. Yeah. Away. So. So you you. You, you, you're losing a turn of shooting on that unit in exchange for doing maximum shots next next turn. Oh, for the, for the that, rest of the turns. And, and, and is and not, that... Not, not necessarily for every turn. It's just the next turn, isn't it? Just Unless you roll a six. Speed, uh, more rivets, D3 wounds. That's, it's a big max there. Yeah, it's only permanent if it's extra special, isn't it? Extra special gets you something different. Now, extra special for... It, like, it, you... you can get a D6. You can get a plus one toughness. Uh, more DACA. Next time the model yeah. shoots that weapon, it goes the maximum number of shots. So if it's 2D6, it will fire 12 shots. Yeah. And and, and if the extra special, a... you roll a D6, you get a 6. It says it add one to the chosen weapon damage characteristics for the rest yeah, of the battle. for the rest of the battle. But the rest of the benefits are only for one turn, unless yeah. you roll yeah. a six. Yes. Oh. Like, the movement thing is, like, you are faster, roll a six, on a six, you get plus one for the rest of the battle. Like, it says, in your until the end of your next yeah. movement phase, you get faster, etc., etc. The next time it fires, it gets max shots. And yeah. so... You're kind of so, missing every second turn with it if you're going to keep rolling those benefits. If you're doing it on the same vehicle, yeah. And, yeah. and, and day, that's where but... you sit there and go, well, it's 85 points and I lose potentially, like if you've got good dice, potentially you could make that anyway. 
but at the end of the day, orcs have got a five plus boy six heels, so which means half the time they hit. <laughs> it should be half the time you they hit the orcs. Themselves. You know how this works. I, I know that, but still, at the end of the day, you know, it, the chance of parking something every you know turn two and four, for example, you're going to get max shots. Mm. To to me, having one unit sitting at the back, knowing two rounds. And place a mech boy to heal it if it does take some damage. There's a chance that it's going to survive. Place it next to ejected marker, the battle wagon next to it. You know, it's 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 like the bunker. It's one of those embuggerance things that if you put it in there, it's got heavy cover, so it's going to be pretty hard for something to hit. And mm. on five plus, I'm ha- I, myself. I'm happy to lose um, one and three shooting for one unit because. My boys are trying to tie you up. Well, and... the other question, the other question goes that eighty-five points of boys that you could be putting on the table. But boys kind of like just get melted anyway. So you know, killer cans are quite expensive these days as well. Um, but yeah, I've I have parked my battle wagon with a kill cannon and just sat back and and lost one. You know, lost it. So, and but not lost it, but per round, oh, well, I didn't shoot, but I'm going to max shot next round. I think it'd be really useful if you got first turn and there was nothing for you to shoot at. (laughs) Yeah. Play, like, GSC or something, some bullshit where they're hiding. Yeah. All right, I got first turn. I can't actually do anything. I will just make myself cool. And then you pop out and go, thank you, here's your face. Put it where you somewhere else. I'm just trying to find my battle wagon. I don't have a list made, but where's come on, orcs? But, yeah. But yeah, I mean it is. Of... I mean it is under a hundred points, which yeah. puts it sort of as that kind of yeah. easier sell. And you could put you could put boys in there. Like if you had some looters back there, they're the heavy weapons, right? They still have I still got that right? And they would still. Uh, if you put looters yeah. in there. Yep, they get the light cover, heavy cover, defensible. So for them, it becomes a place where they've got some cover. They wouldn't get the benefit of the custom job, but you've now, you know, got some protection. It depends. If you're, out in the, if you're out in the open, it doesn't matter because you can't destroy the mech shop. Yeah, it's already stuffed up by the mech boy himself. Um, I think the custom job. I'm not sure if I want to lose a turn. I think lose a turn and get six inch extra move my next turn makes no, no sense. It, it, for that one, it, it's there, not really worth it. Are there many like orc vehicles that have single shot variable? I mean, single use variable shot weapons. Something like that, it'd be really useful to buff. Not well, I, I not really. Um, there's not, not like a yeah. one off shot. Um, but I just, there's a bunch of armies that have shit like that, that you know, yeah. like you know, if I if my fucking dickheads with their blasting charges, if I could guarantee that got a max damage, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. My... So wrong way back has made a good point. One one turn of non no shooting and one turn of max shooting isn't that equal to two turns of average shooting? I do get that because if you're doing two d six shots. 
Right. But you also have the potential for movement as well in that too. It depends what you... But you, you have to choose. You have to choose either movement, shooting... What's the other one? I mean, the big thing with the shooting is that it's also... It's the next time you fire. It's not next turn. So if it's something that has a very short range, you can do it and then it can move off, find a position where it's maximum shooting is going to be fucking horrifying and unleash it. Mm. I feel that so it, it could be better... Trying to get the, feel you trying to get the uh, special upgrades, the toughness. Oh yeah, you definitely want those special upgrades. Yeah. What you need is you need yourself miracle some dice, green right? sisters. You need some <laughs> yeah. green sisters to bring you those miracle, miracle dice. dice. Yeah, good. We're on the same page. <laughs> so if you go, if you look at it this way, um, you drop the, you park your mork, your mork right next to it. Yeah, right? I was thinking about that. It wouldn't um, get any of the benefits of the uh, light cover, heavy cover, because it's too big. It's Titanic. Yeah, um, that that that's fine, but it gets a it gets a custom mega zapper, which or it's thirty six inches. It's a three D three. Eight shot, eight strength eight, minus three D six damage. Yeah. Max shots at that, it's going to hurt. I reckon just putting the plus one toughness on a walk or gawk would. Yeah, make people cry a little. T- toughness eight already, so yeah, That's plus really that. Toughness nine, that'd be fine. Yeah, and and it's also you know so Until you I have pull that the magnifier on it, and you lose one toughness, be great. Yeah, Why but you know what I mean. Thing? Just just that having you know that you're going to get guaranteed what nine shots yeah. at thirty six inches minus three d six. That's going to hurt. So it's a big yes from Adam, clearly. Absolutely, Mark. Um, again, I, I, I sort of put this as a bit of a maybe. Um, I, I can see where it would be really, really useful, especially if you've got one of those flaky units where, like, an example, frag missiles. How many times have you sat and rolled a D6 and gotten one or two shots, even when you're shooting at, like, a billion, you know, things? Yeah. Um, so being able to have a turn where you can guarantee that you've basically got a magnum shot there. Yeah, and especially, you know, because there are going to be turns sometimes where you can't see anything, depending yeah. on what's going on on the battlefield. Yeah, and early in the game, yeah. that is more likely than later in the game. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'd put it as a situational thing. Um, I don't know if I'd want that all the time. Um, as I said, with the, you know, I would actually put my my Morkenort in there. It's got big shooters. It's got a zap. It's it's got like three or four shoots shot uh, thing weapon profiles that shoot. Yeah. Knowing mm. that all those hit maximum maximum things. Well, it, it according to this thing, you can only pick one weapon that. So does you that. do your you do your strength one, your big one, but still, it's you do it's your most weapon. variable. Yeah. But for me, that yeah, well, I've already said yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let others people speak. Let other people speak. Good words. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> um, um, it's so walky. I have to say yes. <laughs> but I can. I mean, see it looks cool. Get some benefits from if you get first turn, you got nothing to shoot at. Perfect. If you got nothing to shoot, next turn it's coming up. Great. Uh, and if you really got desperate, you could fly back because they're pretty quick. Jumpers can move back and forth. 
to go back and heal if you needed to, to make, if you wanted to really make it live. It's very unorthodox, yeah. but you could. Your mech boy is not really the best shooter. <laughs> yeah. Michael? Yeah, look, if, if I was playing orcs, I'd probably certainly fuck around with these. It's an interesting idea. Yeah. It's very orky. It's hard to say no. It's very, orcs. very, very fluff oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking We're of just fluff. We're going to fix it up good. That makes no sense. <laughs> it's a towel. You're a towel. You're a towel. <sighs> Does that mean there's a towel band? No, there's three. Well, they're kind of. I always thought they were like one thing, weren't they? Yeah, but yeah. There's they, they, they're three they, different they, things that are very similar, things. aren't they? Yeah. So the Tidewall drone ports, two hundred seventy-five points. The gun rig is one hundred twenty-five points, and the shield line is seventy-five points. Um, I remember when they first came out, way back when, they were considered a bit dumb and bullshit because of the way they could like move around and the things on them were still stationary and could shoot or something. But I don't think they do that anymore. No, but I remember when they um, first came out, so people were very excited by them being a bit broken. They can't move <laughs> unless they have someone on it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the big difference. Um, you can put drones in the drone war thing. It explodes. That's a plus. Uh, I, got a bit, I didn't read much up against the tower because I do go sort of Blank eyed when I read Tau. <laughs> I, I read it, but I'm I'm not seeing anything here that was worth the two hundred and seventy five points. No, absolutely not. But saying that the gun rig one for one hundred and twenty five points does have the supremacy railgun, which is seventy two inches, heavy two, strength ten, minus four AP, and every time you roll a six, it suffers D three mortal wounds in additional to the D six wounds. Fucking rail guns, man. Yeah. So that hurts. But it's a five plus. Yeah. Still. It is still a five plus, correct. It can carry troops. It can move six inches when it's carrying troops. Um, However, the troops do uh, count as having moved under their open top rule. Yeah, probably. So you you. Yeah. Uh, it is a fortification. We know now. This is an old book, so we know this, right? There's, there's not a lot of benefit here for the points, as far as I can see. No, you can combine the railgun with the shield line, which then does give you the um, six. What was it? Uh, yeah, for every unmodified save roll of six, you make the shooting phase for a tide war. The attacker suffers one mortal wound. Yeah, and I, I can see that being potentially really good if you've got somebody shooting at you with a, a shit ton of DACA. Well, that's 75 points just for that shield line. And It's the cheapest one and so that's, far. And that's the the problem is, though, that that once you're at that, why wouldn't you get some extra modifications on your crisis suits or something? Oh, I don't know. I don't know enough about tower to to help you on that one, but it is a six plus mortal wound. Uh, it's unmodified, so even if it, you, had, you needed a seven save, you'd still be rolling that dice. If you roll a six, you're stuffed too. Because I, I mean, I know Big Dave bought this, yeah, and I think he used it once and found it was just 
a complete waste of points because the thing is so massive that you can't really move it anywhere. And, um, yeah, and it it really did him no good. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, It doesn't tell us much. It is open top, but it is old, so it doesn't really give us much indication of what else it does. It might change in the new book. The only one I would consider would be the shield line for 75 points just for that 6+. Yeah, I mean, like the drone port thing, I mean, yes, you can increase the ballistic skill of your drones by putting like an infantry unit in there potentially. Yeah. Um, But it's not worth the... What, the drone port? The drone port is 75 on its own. And... Yeah, I've oh, I see what I've just can't, yeah. I just right, can't see right. that for a unit of drones yeah. to get plus one ballistic skill. I just can't see someone spending seventy five points for that. It's it like that's stupid, and a hundred and twenty five yeah. for the for the railgun. You're better off buying a tank for that. Yeah, I, I think that the fact that none of us can think of any tower players who use them, and they've been out for ages. Yeah, I, and I know people who have them. And still don't use them. Yeah. So um, yeah, no big fat no for that for for all the tower stuff. <laughs> well, just even just for the Tidewall Shield line, just for the price of the model is a no, like not points, but the dollar value is a big no for me as well. <laughs> looks cool, but oh, it looks <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah, but it, you know, the price of it is like wow. Fair enough. All right, that was easy. Tower are easy. Mm, we'll yeah. see what happens when they get a new book. It might actually change. It might actually be relevant. Possible. Last one, is it? It is. That was G. the last Sil- one. No, no, G. Silicolt. Oh, yes. The, the tectonic um, frag drill. The tectonic frag drill. 80 points. It is... Honestly, I haven't seen the stats on that That's one. Right. Oh, I've got them in front of me. How's that? Does it help you? They have no stat line. Alright. The abilities activate the drill, sector mechanic and structure, underground ingress. Michael, you want to talk about them because it's yours? Well, basically, um, you can get a infantry or bike unit that's near it and you can pull them out. If they have a cult ambush, you can pull them out and deep strike them to somewhere else. Um, so, you know, at the end of your movement phase, you set them up somewhere else. They make tunnels. Uh, and the activate the drill thing is if you've got a model on it, they can turn it on and you roll dice. Uh, and if you don't roll well, then there's like a tremor thing near the drill, reducing charge ranges and shit near the drill. Or if you roll really well, you get to draw a line to a point on the table and fuck everything up over that. Okay, so seismic quake, the draw straight line. One millimeter in thickness, measure it. Uh, any point, one battle edge to another battle edge. Uh, roll a d6 every unit that crosses that. Uh, four plus d3 model wounds. And half movement. And half movement. If it's a seismic tremor, uh, subtract two from your charge rolls that are within 12 inches of it. And it does not, does not apply to fly units, of course. One so yeah, like the main... I think the main thing for it is redeploying units being a prick. Because <laughs> um, that, that's what Gene Steeler Cult are all about. Just bloody 
bringing things up out of the ground, redeploying shit, being a pain. It's an interesting idea. I haven't bought one yet, but I, I am tempted to buy one. Yeah, so it does count as, as sector mechanic as terrain feature. So who's got their book out so they can find out what the things do for that? So only beast swarms infantry can use it. I think that's because it's an old codex. Yeah, good point. Like the whole sector mechanic oh, yeah, structure thing. It talks thing. about getting fifty percent cover, so that makes no sense. That's yeah. Um, oh, okay. If your army is to, okay, the enemy movement phase, there are no enemy models on it. You can activate the drill. If you do so, roll a d6 for every unit on the ground level that is within three inches of the tip of the model's large drill. Don't get close to the tip. On a d6, d6 model wounds. There you go. Yeah, okay, so when you do the drill, you do actually hurt things near the drill. I forgot yeah. that. Yeah. And then you can make... That's models. a very... feels like a very edge case, though. <laughs> Didn't Admech Imperial Knights have a thing? Uh, you can let us know what it is. I couldn't... Oh, there was like a sacristan shrine that the... Like, the, yeah, the knights had like a repairy thing. Oh, that's a big... Oh, you do ring a bell. You can ring my bell. <laughs> Uh, the knights, was it? Well, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, the Sacristan Forge Shrine. Yeah, that sounds familiar because I even may have a three. What does that do again? That. Not... I think that's oh. the one that gives, yeah. For the knights? You can, um, if you have a knight near it at the end of your phase, the knight can do a thing. Uh, if it does, it doesn't shoot or charge one attack while it's doing it. You can repair it, you can reload it, and you can refuel it. So if you reload it, it gets back all its one-use missiles and stuff. Sacristan Forge Shrine. Okay, I'm having a look at it now. So, and back to the GSM orc. one. It, it gets the bloody the bloody orc one. Huh. Sorry, yeah. All right, the orc one. No, not the orc one. The GSM. No, like, yeah. Uh, we did talk about the way. That was the first one we talked about wrong way. We can go back to it very quickly. Uh, it was all nose from us. <laughs> Um, so yeah, well, James Steel Cult, uh, was it 80 points? 80 points, uh, I, I'm going to go with a no. Yeah, I've got a no, I'd like to see what it looks like in the new codex. Yeah, I mean, I'm tempted to buy one and try and use it, because James Steel Cult are all, like, about being a pain in the ass. It'd be fun to do, yeah. it wouldn't be competitive. <laughs> Adam? It's a no for me. And apparently we now have a knight's one. Yeah, the Sacristan Forge Shrine. Uh, much like the orc thing, if you forego your stuff while you're next to it, then you can get a thing. You can get repaired, you can get reloaded, which is you'll back all your one-use uh, sh uh, shield-breaker missiles, which we all know Greg loves. Um, <laughs> and No, no I don't. It's not true. If it if it doesn't have shield breaker missiles or if it's already got all of them, you can instead choose to give the its weapon gets max shots thing to it to one yeah. of its weapons for its next attack. Extra special. Yeah, you can. Check well, not extra special. The normal one where its next attack does maximum shots with one weapon. Or you can refuel it, which means its move characteristic goes up by six in your next movement phase. Very similar to the orc it's one. It's very similar. You just don't have the bonus plus one toughness or something like that. And how many points? Eighty-five. That Which is cheap would for knights. 
I think I think that would probably be actually really good for knights. Getting back those getting back those missiles, like those missiles uh, cost a bunch of points, and they are a pain in the ass. Greg can tell you how much he hated me firing those missiles at him. <laughs> uh, Imagine Greg if they never ran out. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you put it into perspective of, you know how we keep saying, well, you could probably put something else for 85 points. If you're running knights... Not no, for the knights, knights, no. <laughs> it's, it, it's the cheap thing that you fill out the, your list yeah. with. If I've got yeah. 85 points left to go, I'm putting that in there. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it does lead to a yes for me, and that's based on everything else is too expensive for knights to really say... How do you not if I got that hundred points left over? Yep, yeah, same. Yeah, it's actually not bad. It's pretty good. So the difference between the orc one is for that same points. There's a squad of green skins running around. Yeah, yeah you're I... much more likely to have like eighty odd points laying around in a yeah. knight army that you can't necessarily spend. Wrong Way Go Back says he has Gene Steelers and would never run the drill. <laughs> That's fair. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just a quick recap for you, Wrong Way. For the Web Way, we said no. Um, it was based on... Why did we say no? Just because the speed it... of the models and stuff, like how fast they move around. Yeah, mostly it was... They're a very mobile army and it makes them mobile which they don't really need. Yeah. But I thought it would be interesting to fuck with someone by like blinding which where where are you going to go? Yeah. You know. I think it only works if you have two if you got that way. But then Yeah, you can take two or just hide a big unit you didn't want to get munched and then jump it out later. To do that though. 200 points yeah. to say <laughs> good luck. Yeah. yeah. It seemed seemed like a poor use of points. Yeah, I, like I said, it wasn't yeah. competitive. I think it would be something you Get could some do to someone. Spears or something instead, you'd be good to go. So that is all. Unless to someone else, else thinks there's another fortification that's specific to a, a faction that we've forgotten. And if you say something, go away. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We've looked at eleven fortifications. I'm putting all the tower ones as one. And most yeah. of them have been not worth it. Well, let's have a look yeah. that way. Um, out of the four, we have four no's. The Necroth... What was it called? Noctilith. Noctilith crown. We have four maybes across the road. So I think it's dependent on what you're playing. Mm-hmm. The Nalmor. We had one yes. That's you, Michael. I- I'm looking at you, but you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> the magnifier of uh, miasmic magnifica magnifica. Uh, we have three yeses and a maybe. I reckon it's a give me. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Battle sactum. We've all said yes. Eighty points gives you that bonuses and miracle dice. It sounds great. Oh, Those miracle dice, man. Yeah. Mm. Hammer four. Right up until the FAQ comes and nerfs them. <laughs> Hammerfall, we got two yeses, a maybe, and a no. I, for me, it was just too expensive. But um, Michael Adams said, yeah. 
That will piss off everyone. I'm out. I'm taking yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's fun to fuck with your opponent. It's not always bad. Am I actually going to get more points out of it, or I'm just going to piss someone off? That was like one game where I brought like four four keepers and a named character. Oh, that's a bit of a wank, wank one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the I have them. Convergence of Dominion, is that what it's called? Yep. Going for yep. that. Flat out nose. It looks awesome. I've got to say, it looks awesome. Uh, if anyone who's watching has any reasons to say that we should be changing our minds, speak up now. I'll forever hold your peace. For our word is Lord and Almighty until you say <laughs> different. How's that? Until the next episode where we retract everything. The mech no, boy. No. We'll ride that ship into the ground. Yeah. The mech boy. <laughs> we have three yeses and a maybe. So I'm going to go with four yeses because it's orcs. You can't not have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tao, moving on. Um We've gone all nose across the board for towers. Gene Steeler Colt. We've got one yes. Michael, justify yourself. I I'm, think he just I'm, wants to I'm buy the it. Only, I'm the only Gene Steeler player. Well, John <laughs> Way said no. Yeah, well, he, he I, I didn't hear him say that. <laughs> <laughs> I must have had a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> No, because everyone's going to be. One. And we've got the night one, which we've gone yes across the board because it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Relatively cheap compared to the rest of the army, and what it can do can annoy a lot of people as well as heal. Mm. Simple. But I think what have we got. Uh, so that was no. That was a maybe. That was basically no. Yes, that was a yes. There's a lot more yeses and nos across the board. There was also a lot of... Yeah. <laughs> All right, so how many say? 11. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Five yeses out of the 11 faction specialty units. So definitely there were more no's. But Mark, you predicted at the start, you said you reckon there'll be no across the board for most of them, for you personally. Mm. What do you think now? Because you have yeses um... in here. I do have yeses in there. Um, so you lied to us. Or maybes. Um, Peer pressure is a wonderful thing. Which has... Which, so I'm I'm less negative than I was. Yeah. But still mostly negative. <laughs> All right. And Adam, uh, you should have caught up by now. It is two hours behind, so... We're just... Well, that's why my net dropped out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your thoughts, you thought, I don't think we actually asked what you think it would be at the start. Do you think it would be that sort of, it's not in 50 I, I have, I have played fortifications, obviously, for orcs and stuff like that. Um, if I see a benefit for it, yeah, I, I will put them in there. That's what I mean for the bunker. If I had it, why not play it? You know, but I'd actually tell the person okay. that I was playing, by the way, I'm bringing a bunker. Yeah. I guess it's one thing we didn't ask. Would you go out and buy it? Because um, would I go out and buy a bunker? No, I wouldn't. Michael, you already got one. So, of course, you want to mm-hmm. put it on the table. <laughs> uh, I've got the... I, the I would probably go out and buy the bunker. The, like some of those models. Um, I, I like look, the look of them. look good. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. 
Yeah, for, like for painting, yes. I, I, if I did buy one, I would just treat it as a piece of terrain. I wouldn't actually spend the points on it. Okay. That would be well. Yeah, that... like several of them make a fine piece of terrain. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just don't you don't count them for all of their benefits. Yeah. yeah objectively, they they're they're brilliant pieces of terrain, hmm. but I. I, I do question the value of spending seventy five to one hundred and seventy five and you know points on them. Yeah, Michael, your thoughts after we're looking at it now? We've got well, like the, a lot of a, a lot of the criticisms for a lot of these units came down to what was kind of touched on right at the start by Mark, which was they're all stationary fortifications, and that you know relates to Ninth Edition. It's a very mobile edition. So a fortification is intrinsically less useful in this edition. So they need to be really fucking good to be worth using, basically. Um, which is probably why you don't see them, because they're so antithetical to the way the edition plays. Yeah. But, you know, some of them have interesting little quirks. And, you know, if you like buying cool models, and if you like using things you have, and you're going to use them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just going by that, there's four that are from new books hmm. and those were the better ones weren't they we got a yes 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 and no so the Necromon got the no the other the bunker the battle hmm. sanctum and the miasmic magnifier got a yes. which to be fair could be because none of us play necrons if one of us was a necron player we might have been like of course you'd take that what the fuck's wrong with you so you know <laughs> yeah. maybe we're missing something there there yeah. will be somebody shouting at their screen over us yeah Nope. <laughs> uh, for me, yeah, I can see why we said yes to the ones we did, and, and that is mainly the Magnifier Battle I was surprised that you said yes to the Hammerfall because I've watched battle reports where they put them in it, and the person who even put it in there went, I don't want it here, but it's here. <laughs> so it was interesting. Um, saying all that, I've never put a fortification down in any battle in all the years I've played. Never put one in my force. So I used to use the uh, the 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 what's he? I mentioned it at the start. The sky shield array. Yeah, yeah. The defensive line. Yeah, the Aegis the, thing or whatever. The Aegis, the Aegis defensive line. That's the one. I used to use the Aegis defensive line back in the day because it was so really ageist. good. Sorry. You're so Aegis. <laughs> yeah. This is my ageist defensive line. They call it the we call it the boomer remover. Yes. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> These days it'd probably be your broom. It sweeps the young'uns off your lawn. <laughs> Get out of my fucking hobby room, kids. <laughs> Oh, yeah, old school flock on it. Be great. All right. <laughs> so it'd be interesting to see what happens now um, because I want to see this hammer fall that you've all said yes to. I want to see this on the field. So go get it. I will have... I have my Mosmic Magnifier, so that's fine. You have your um, mech house. Apparently you've got a mech house. It's not a mech, mech house. house. Yeah, the mech house. Sure. I thought you were talking to me for a minute. I was like, yeah, actually, I do think I have the piece of terrain, the Sacristan Forge Shrine. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. 
Uh, there you go, folks. That is us talking about the specific factions. Uh, and thank you for pointing out the ones we forgot. Yeah, well, the last bastion's one of them. Do your homework, Mark. Come on. <laughs> homework. <laughs> I had to rush home tonight, and my wife asked me to do so. I said, no, no, I've got homework for this episode. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do want to say thank you for everyone joining. Thank you very much, Wrongway, Joker, and all the crew who did hang around and gave us comments throughout the, the um, episode. And thank you very much for the subscriptions. Wow. That's amazing. That helps us um, keep this podcast going because um, we do have some costs to do that, which is fantastic. And look, people bought mugs and T-shirts. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that. Um, that's brilliant. It's probably, it was Adam and, you know, but, you know, it's not the point. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's not going to be delivered to Perth, mate. You'll have to come back. Oh, I'm going to come back tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, so thank you very much. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it, folks? Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Chat and shit. Chat and shit. Mm-hmm. It must be. It's one of our longest episodes we've ever done. Oh, yeah. I was I was trying to get a bit of a hurry on in some of the later ones. It's like, wow, we've been going for a while. No, that, <laughs> that time that was like really long, we got raided right like as we we're wrapping up and we kept going. Oh, this, yeah, yeah. Uh, Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> looking around no 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 <laughs> okay thank you very much for everyone who joined in I really appreciate that we will be back next month of course for the next episode episode 41 we don't have a topic yet stay tuned we're always open if you have an issue that you want us to talk about in 40k let us know and we'll probably go that's a silly topic sure we'll do it because that's what maybe, we do maybe we'll do the weird rules one yes I uh, said I brought that up at one point. We should talk about the weird rules that don't. I make put any it sense. in there, and it keeps getting brought up. That's one of the things. And I did finally say, "Give me ten of them, so we can at least something to work with." There you go. That's good. <laughs> I, I I was like, I could have given you two immediately, but I was busy. I think yeah. I was busy playing forty k when you asked that question. Oh, I, I remember when I came into my head at that point I had certain rules that popped in my head yeah that makes no sense oh, right. I can't remember what they were now <laughs> <laughs> at any rate yeah, we'll be less yeah. stats heavy next month yeah uh, yes alright thank you very much folks we are going to go because it is late and um, yeah it's late All right. it is good night folks uh, good night from me Everybody. good night from Adam good night good night from Mark bye and good night from Michael. Good night. And the radio version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually about to, and then I started laughing. Uh, no thanks, I bought my own. Yeah, if this terrain isn't for everyone, that's because it's faction specific. It's all a bit hit or miss, really, but some of them are pretty tempting. So join us next month for more wobbly player syndrome. <laughs>